0: Inside Florida Racing!
1: Inside Florida Racing!
0: It's
2: Inside Florida Racing. Good evening, everyone. CC Brooks with you, and what a show we have in store for you tonight. We're talking figure-eight racing, and we want you to get involved in the discussion. We're looking for your feedback and questions. We've got several ways for you to uh, get involved in the show tonight. You can send us an email at feedback at racingusa.com You can go ahead and post a question or comment on the message board or send us a text message. You can text us at 941-228-8359. Hey, Rob, how you doing?
3: What's happening, Cece? Everything's good with me.
2: Everything is looking up for me, too, and I'm excited about the show tonight because we're talking figure-eight racing.
4: i got to do a show with two happy faces? What's this? (laughs) A bunch of
3: figure-eights. What else? Uh, There probably won't be happy faces the whole show with figure-eights
5: going on.
2: Well, you know, we are going to be talking to the world's most hated figure-eight driver, John Lavelle, so that might cause some unhappiness, but we'll see. That is coming up in the second hour of Inside Florida Racing.
3: Imagine being a hated person and you're driving figure
2: eight. <laughs> yeah, so you think he might feel like he has a big target on him.
3: Yeah, you know, but uh, I think those guys kind of like that kind of stuff, man. Those guys are all showmen; they like to put on a good show, and figure eight racing's all about the act.
2: Exactly. Let's see. We're also going to be speaking uh, with uh, figure eight driver Rodney De- Davis. Uh, Wayne Calkins is going to be with us, uh, Casey White, uh, that dude, we're going to have a really busy first hour, yes, and of course, today,
3: have uh, got Chad Dawkins going to be on, talking about uh, what's going on in karting, and uh, what happened uh, during the week,
2: that's right, and uh, then we will get back, the, the second part of our last hour, we'll get back to figure 8 racing, so this is going to be a good time uh, on Inside Florida Racing, and like we, I said earlier, we really look forward to our listeners getting involved and sending us, uh, getting in contact with us in one of the ways previously mentioned and with questions, comments. Uh, we're definitely looking for your feedback. Hey,
4: what did you guys think of uh, the deal up at East Bay Raceway Park last Wednesday night? Well, you know,
2: you
3: don't even let us get to it before you just jump right in it. I was just fixing to say, to tell everyone out there that I uh, didn't realize that. This- the uh, driver of the year has been given away. And, uh, I was going to let Cece go ahead and uh, tell everybody who the dri- who's our driver of the year, Cece.
2: The driver of the year is United Dirt Lake model driver and champion, Johnny Collins of Jacksonville.
3: Yes, for all you faithful listeners that listen every Monday night here and don't listen to any other shows, um, we did do a live show with um, Jack and uh, Bill Green and, uh, and Rick Rick um, on uh Wednesday night.
2: Wednesday Thursday night. Live at East Bay Raceway. From the Hall of <laughs> Fame Cafe. And it was it was Cold, 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 cold. It was cold, cold, but we had a good time.
3: That was a good time and uh, gave away that ring. DC finally had to part with the ring.
2: <laughs> yes, I did. But it's, it's going to a great guy, so I don't feel so bad.
3: Yes, Johnny Collins, definitely deserving of it. You know, uh, the rest of our guys uh, that were in the running, our drivers of the uh, month, uh, during the year of uh, two thousand and eight um, check those guys out on the website who all those guys were be uh, uh looking forward to two thousand and nine where well, we will be doing it again correct
4: uh, that's uh the plan it's uh things are uh in the works right now we've actually got uh, The logistics are all in place. We just aren't ready to quite announce, uh, the, uh, the new deal for this year yet. Probably, if not next week, within the next two weeks, we'll certainly be announcing it. And, uh, uh, it's going to be fun again, no doubt. We're going to do some things differently, but, uh, you know, we'll talk about it. And then, uh, but it is definitely, we're going to be doing it, giving away another, uh, Driver of the Year ring.
2: Yeah, we're going to have.
3: We appreciate Pandora Duelers, um, Giving us that ring to give away, uh, very you know, it's a really nice ring. You know, um, Johnny was real excited to get it, and uh, it was cool to have him there live and give it away. You know, uh, on not a racing night, on a Wednesday night. Interesting story how they got him out there.
2: Yeah, it was a great night, and uh, it was nice. You know, we had some fans come down and um, and hang out with us, and that was great. And 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 we hope for uh, Jack and Rick and Bill that that show. It will normally be on Thursday nights, once a month, from East Bay's Hall of Fame Cafe, and we just hope that the fan attendance um, will just grow and grow for them on that live show.
3: Yeah, and I think it will. I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll be really good. Like we talked about uh, during the night when we were on the on the air, that I think it's definitely great for the the dirt racing uh, industry or the dirt racing part of racing these days because they are doing well and be nice to have a show dedicated to them
5: and it's coming right out of
2: a dirt racing track oh and you know and speaking of east bay the believe starting this weekend they're kicking off their winter nationals with uh with sprint racing i know some folks are looking forward to heading up there this weekend and checking that out so well,
4: ocala ocala speedway ocala
2: east bay is yeah. doing some so yeah. ocala you starts
4: uh, ocala actually has practice uh, on wednesday with the uh, all-star sprints the sprint cars and the ump modifieds and then on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh uh Rick Warren, uh, Dave Burlingame and also Robert Wing will be there uh uh doing uh, photos and uh and we'll have some news coming out of that place. It's gonna be pretty that'll be that's a great deal for Mike. It's Mike's first time uh doing uh that kind of big event, winter national type event at mm-hmm. O'Cala Speedway. So he I talked to him today. He's he's working his really just he's worn out. He's he uh he, he's worked really hard to prepare that place because there's a lot of preparation for a national event like that.
0: Yeah, well,
3: he's, like, he's like kicking off Speed Week.
4: Yeah, absolutely.
3: Basically, he'll be like the first show of uh, all the Speed Week uh, stuff that's going on.
2: So, so, so really, it, it's time to jump online, go to check out the different websites of the different tracks around the state and take a look at all the, the different Speed Weeks and Winter National happenings around the state and uh, plan... Plan a trip. Plan a road trip and hit us several of them. Check out some good racing. Okay. And let's see. You know, hey, Rob, I need to, I, I want to share my, my, my big exciting happening today.
3: Oh, you, I've got one, too. Go ahead.
2: Okay. Well, you know how I loved wearing the ring, for the Pandora Jewelers ring, and Jack even took pictures and they got posted on the website? Well, today I've been asked to officially be a nail model. And they're going to use my hands um, in, in uh, promotional um, posters and on pictures on the websites, and because of they like my nice long nails, so I get to be a model, Rob. So I, I'm so I'm really excited about that. That was just sort of like a a neat little a neat dream come true. I think every girl grows up and wants to be a model in one shape or another. Okay, on Inside Florida Racing, we are always looking for your feedback. We want your questions, we want your comments, we want, we want guest suggestions, so please get in touch with us. Feedback at RealRacingUSA.com, post it on our message boards, or text it to us. That text number is 941 228 8359.
4: We'd like to now welcome the mild-mannered off-track personality of Wayne Calkins to Real Racing USA to get things started. What well, do you like that you, you like that uh Wayne, we call all these other guys lunatics and crazy people and, and we refer to you as the mild-mannered the mild-mannered figure eight driver. Do you like that or does that suck?
3: Yeah, it's not too bad. Things are getting a little rough out there. The class is uh, dwindling down and like from all my guys at the shop were so competitive. It's getting to be a little rougher than it used to be, but yeah, I don't mind in that. You know, I'd rather go around somebody than through them any day. But so sometimes he, you got to do what you got to do to win.
2: So he's like the Clark Kent of the figure eight racing. He's mild and he, mild mannered, and
3: <laughs> well, I do have a Superman emblem on the front. So. Perfect, kind of perfect.
2: It See, it's perfect, Wayne. So, so are mean,
3: you... where Where do you live at now? Um, I'm out of St. Pete. Oh, so you're still there, but it, have you been traveling around doing, uh, racing all over the place, uh, doing figure eights? Oh, yeah. Since Sunshine closed, it's been Citrus, Orlando, Punta Gorda, Auburndale, um, and Indiana, of course, the three-hour endurance race. So no. what's, Art, what's Art been up to? Does he still race uh, figure eights? Um, he was racing my buster a little bit down in DeSoto, Bradenton, but um, they've kind of cut back a little bit, so he bought himself a boat and he's been fishing. What kind of car are you going to be racing in this uh, figure-eight talent race? Well, I've got my old car, my championship car, which um, is probably what I'm going to do in the 50-lapper. And I have a car that I had bought to take to Indy the past two years. And um, I had an incident in Auburn Dale where I crashed it, so it's in the shop getting fixed. But hopefully it's going to be done for the 100-lapper because it's probably a little better car. <laughs> Now, I know CeCe, she's really getting excited about these uh, figure
5: eights. I've been getting her pumped up. Oh, yeah. I'm,
2: I'm getting whoo, I'm getting really excited uh, about this because this will be my first time, one at Auburndale, my first time um, watching professional figure eights. Now, Wayne, I see that um, you're experienced at this. You won in 2008. You were the uh, 50-lap Bob Haig tribute figure eight winner.
3: Yeah, that was my only win that year, you know, and it's kind of good to win it on a 50 lap or it, it uh, pays a little bit more money, a little bigger trophy, and it's a, little bit, a little more prestige, you know. But, um, uh, I, you know, since Sunshine closed, I haven't really concentrated on championships. If I miss a race here or there, I go to Daytona every year. So, you know, I'm always third, fourth, sixth, seventh in the points, and, um, it just ain't like you know racing right around the corner where you can commit yourself every week to it and uh, mm-hmm. traveling a hundred, hundred, hundred to eighty miles a week to go racing kind of gets expensive. So uh, they're cutting back a little bit here, which is going to help us a little, you know. Yeah. We have to travel that far every weekend.
2: So are you really looking forward to racing? Uh, I think I, I checked the entry list. It looked like last count is 40 cars entered. Thirty. Um, is it thirty?
3: 40? 40, i forty—I don't
5: know. I think it's forty. Like Five dollars. I,
2: I, I think it's forty, Wayne. So now, how do you feel about racing against some of these, um, you know, these northern guys that are coming down? The champions from up in New York and you know, um, out there in uh, Indiana, Illinois, the different areas. How do you? Are you looking forward to taking them on?
3: Oh, definitely. You know, like I said, the past two years, I've been to uh, Indiana with my own car. And um, the year before that, I actually drove a car for Gordon Brown in Indiana with all them guys. So most of them know me. You know, they're kind of getting used to me after being there a few years. So
5: mm-hmm. It's
3: definitely going to be a better challenge. You know, they're in Indy. They're the hot dogs because it's their hometown. Now they got to come see us. So it's going to be a little bit different, I think. It's going to be a little harder for them to get around us. And uh, we definitely hope to put on a great show for them. This is one of the most exciting races you'll ever see.
4: What, one thing that Rob uh rob uh keeps bringing up is uh and i think rightfully so is the difference in in running at the speedrome where the x is uh infinitely big it's not so big at auburndale
3: yeah it's not you don't you know you got you got more pavement than some of these tracks like citrus and punta gorda but you've got grass there so and these guys are used to splitting out five and six wide and you know, I love it when there's nothing but asphalt because you got, you got some give here, you know. You can do a lot more missing at the intersection, a lot more excitement,
1: you know. Yeah, but, yeah,
3: instead yeah. of running like they would cross the X, you know, way away from the center and have an asphalt, they're going to be trying that stuff. They're going to be running over dirt, and who knows what, you know, that's on the infield uh, part. But, you know, uh, I, I know you've got a lot of uh, experience at it, you know, especially uh, here around in Florida. And, you know, when you talk about Sunshine Speedway, Anybody that was familiar with the nightly racing there knows that nightly they had, you know, 15 to 25 cars that were running those figure-eight races. And uh, some of them would just be out there to get that easy money. But, you know, there was a good solid, like I said, 15 of them out there that would just run for the money. And, uh, you know, the Calkins group was always in there, that's for sure. Yeah, we definitely Our name gets around. You know, you mentioned us, and they know figure-eight racing for sure. You know, I've had people in um – just in the restaurant, see my Speed shirt, and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, figure eight, and I tell them about the race that's coming up, and, you know, we're getting more people to come out every week, so uh, we're hoping it's going to be an excellent turnout, you know. Car count's going to be an issue, you know, I think there's so many of us and so many of them. It's still going to be a good show on a little tiny track if we have 24 cars, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're used to, we're used to racing 15, 12 cars, and we put on a dang good show with those many cars, so. So are you going to run – got a lightweight car like one of these cars that they run there? Yeah, I'm actually – the car I have, I'm putting a late model clip on it. It should be about done by now and uh, light as could be, you know. I'm not going to be quite as light as them, maybe 100, 200 pounds more, but I'll be a little more competitive than I have been.
2: So what do you think are the possibilities to be able to get a a group of the Florida figure-eight drivers to maybe – Travel a little bit and like come down and do a professional type show down, say in Charlotte County, um, where we haven't seen that lately.
3: Well, you know, I heard they've been running kind of like a run what you bring They get all their classes together and have a little figure eight race, yeah. month or something, you know. And
2: mm-hmm.
3: you know, for us, we don't want to step into that because we got you know so much better cars
6: and we don't want to go out there and you know.
2: Well, exactly. That's what well, I'm talking right. about. Making make bringing the professionals in and don't let the local. Go- you know the non.
6: Well,
3: they just the, need to let those guys race and don't let those local guys. Exactly.
2: Race. Thank you for saying that for me, but I didn't. But yeah, and just make it a special sometimes feature.
3: The class. You know, sometimes it helps the class, especially if we have a low car count. When we first started racing Auburndale this year, you know, we were struggling with six or eight cars, and then they had a good money race, and wow, all of a sudden we got 16, 18 cars. So you know, it's just getting there and establishing it. And if you can get people around that area to get interested, then we can get the car count up, and it could be, you know, every other week's show even
0: possibly. Uh, yeah.
3: Definitely, uh, it could be a once-a-month show. You guys could go run down there, but
0: we you'd
3: have to get – because I know what you guys' cars look like, okay? You guys' cars are safe cars for the driver. You guys' cars are ready to get hit in the X. Right. There's cars out there that aren't ready to get hit in the X. I'm telling you, Wayne, you would – you would second guess even being involved out there in some of those cases because of what some of those guys are driving. Some of those guys are driving four cylinder cars, don't have no door bars, nothing. Else. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's
2: why I wouldn't want to mix them. But I would, I just think it would be a lot of fun for the folks down in Charlotte County to you have it come, you know, once a month or once every other month or however it could be worked out. At least one time this year and put on a, a show down there
3: talk to Bobby Deal and get a date set, you know. We'll, we'll have to look in between because, uh, like, I'm probably not going to go to Citrus because they're once a month.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Really want to concentrate more on Auburndale because it's closer, you know. Less drive It's more 45 minutes than an hour and a half. So, um, it, you know, we're just going to have to get together and see what we can't put on. We're going to have to get everyone together. Like, maybe even at this big race, we can get all of us Florida guys together and say, hey, you know, you want to go to Punta Gorda? You know, and then we can make something happen there. And get you a, a street stock type car deal going that's got rules mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, just put a number to it, and I'm sure those promoters would love love to see it come. You know, at Citrus, they've already got something going there, but, you know, yeah. Bob, Bobby's definitely entertained something if uh, price was right for him, and,
5: mm-hmm. you
3: know, you guys had some cars together that, that would come out there and run. And really, what you need is them old, sunshine cars, you know, them outlaw street stocks that Gary's been racing. Those are the cars, right? Uh, basically, that you know, 112-inch wheel-based cars that they need to. Uh, to yeah, I don't know. know. Basically, that's basically what we have now. When I say my old championship car, you know, it's a stock Chevelle, but it's got wedge bolts and a wedge body, you know. But it's it's actually a stock frame from front to rear, you know, stock suspension, and that car is actually faster than my better car almost. So, well, I wish uh, we had an extra car because I would get Red Van to come out and uh, drive one. Oh, <laughs>
5: Because, you know, <laughs> he used to race
3: my car. My car was the one that he ran. I ran it at Nobles, and he ran it at Figure 8, you know. Really? And uh, remember, it said bonehead across the front. Yeah. Oh, this that's, is Elton. That's, that's right. That's you. That's who, that's who you're talking to. to your voice. Yeah, well, so, you know, we know each other very well, you know, and uh, sure. I I never had any problems with you guys that's you guys used to run with Red and not have any problems. You know, there was plenty of people that did have problems with them. Well, didn't, didn't Art Red win some train figure-eight race or something? Yeah, some yeah.
1: That's, race that's called changed. being hooked up.
3: Yes, it is. Two fast cars go faster. That was always very interesting. You know, uh I'll tell you, I, I, have, I have thoughts of uh, uh, when I think figure-eight, that always comes to mind, you know, mm-hmm. races at, at, at Sunshine, you know. It's, it's really a shame that track doesn't open back up. <laughs> uh, and we're all praying, but you know, it's just—it seems like it's a waste anymore. Everybody's tried and tried. So, um, so know. many <laughs> racers with cars just sitting in the garages. You know, oh, there is. We've we've bought a couple a couple guys down at our shop have bought and some have been sitting for three years. You know, and they're the same way they were when they came off Sunshine Racetrack. So, but um. You know, I'm in I'm in the stage of my career to where I want to move up. You know, especially in the figure eight ranks to these these indie type cars, later sure. off what they are. You know, yeah. Full I bum, think it's almost, a great idea. They're almost a sprint car, you know, by weight because 'cause they're getting down to 2,300 pounds. Some of them, or uh, yeah, 2,300. You know, and that's light light for a full size car. Man, I sure hope if they just have 30 cars that show up there to put on the races every night, it'd be great. DC, man, I'm oh. telling. You.
2: Oh, I'm looking forward to it. I, I never thought I'd be excited about spending my Valentine's at a uh, racetrack, but I'm really looking forward to this.
3: Well, I tell you what, I'm going to get a show, that's for sure. And if um you ever get on their website, you can see some of their videos from Indiana. It's just spectacular. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, this is, you know, uh, we are so looking forward to being up there. I know... Uh, we're good to cross Inside Florida Racing and Real Racing USA. A bunch of us are going to be up there on different nights, and uh, I'm looking forward to being up there on the 14th. I think it's the 14th. That's when I think that's the 100-lap race. Yeah, that's
3: Saturday. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We're we're definitely excited. My shop's getting pumped up. You know, week by week, our cars are getting a little more finished because everybody's putting brand-new bodies on We all want to look good when we first come out.
0: Well, so good.
3: We're, we're getting pumped up, and we're ready for them, you know.
0: We've done
3: in Dale all year, so we got a little bit of an upper hand. If folks out there want to know uh you know, information about this, go to Karnak right on the front page and click on the Florida Figure Eight Championship and uh yeah, four, figure eight, the whole thing, four, thing. The whole thing comes up, tells you all about Thursday. You know, they got their complete schedule, whole timeline from uh you know, three o'clock or so in the afternoon all the way to from thirty or ten thirty, whatever.
2: And yeah, you can even look up information that if you're traveling from a distance and you need to, you know, stay over up at Auburndale, they even have a couple of hotels that are recommended. Um, yeah, you can get that information, too.
3: They're all listed on the website. Even if you go on YouTube, they have all the information
2: there. Okay, Wayne, thanks so much for taking time out and uh, being on Inside Florida Racing with us this evening, and we look forward to seeing you at Auburndale coming up in a couple of weeks.
7: Well, we'll definitely be talking to see you then. And you guys have a great
0: night. Thanks for me. Take it easy. Thank way. you. Bye, buddy. You Bye-bye. You bye, bye. All right. Inside
2: Florida racing, we want to hear from you. The show only gets better when the listeners get involved. Send us an email with your questions and comments, or even your guest suggestions, feedback at realracingusa.com. Post to us on our message board or send us a text message, 941-228-8359. Stay tuned. More figure eight chat on the way on Inside Florida Racing. Inside Florida Racing. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking professional figure eight racing, and I'm really excited because our next guest is a five-time Florida figure eight track champion. It's Rockin' Rodney Davis. Rodney, welcome to the show. How you doing? Doing fine. How are you?
8: I'm doing just fine. Are you working?
2: We are so glad to have you on Inside Florida Racing tonight. How excited are you about the big show coming to Aubredale, your participation in it?
8: Excited? Nah, I ain't excited yet. You wait till they throw the green, then we get excited.
2: <laughs> <laughs> very, he's, Rob, he's very calm and cool about this. So,
8: Rodney, uh,
3: what's, your, uh, what's your plan, man? What's, what's my, what's my your, plan? Yeah, let's hear your plan. Tell the folks out there what what Rockin' Rodney's going to be... Uh, Thinking about
8: when he shows up to the track. Well, we come to. I'm coming to put on the show, like I guess Mike says, at the end or the beginning, and that's that's all I come to do is put on the show for the fans. I don't come to race for money, but I will take donations.
4: <laughs> well, you know, I asked you on uh, last week when we were talking on the phone about the, doing on this show, doing this show. I mean, I asked you about you got all these big names from Indy, man, the big guys of of uh, figure-eight racing, and I, I asked you what you thought about, uh, you know, st- somebody stealing somebody's thunder, and, and you made no bones about it. Ain't nobody from up north going to steal your thunder.
8: No. Nah. You, you come into Florida to steal my thunder. I guarantee you that. From here, to, here from Miami to New York, I, I, put, I did a good show every every racetrack of them. Now, what kind of car are you going to be driving there, Rodney? Well, I got one. for I'm driving for a guy this time. Mine that's tore up so I'm gonna drive a Camaro. It's uh they're about now it's uh Phantom Graphics there. Kim's Phantom Graphics there putting new body and all that on it and, and uh it's it's gonna be alright. It'll look all right.
4: What, now, what?
3: you say Camaro, are you gonna be driving one of these lightweight cars like these other guys got, or are you gonna be driving a stock I mean there's a stock type frame Camaro? Tell the folks what you got.
8: No, it's, it's a stock clip car, tubing chassis. It's a heavy car. I like a heavy car. Yeah.
3: Now, tell the folks why you like a heavy
8: car. Well, uh, sometimes you got to do a, you know, you got to get through there, do a little pushing or whatever you got to do. You know, we we go to race, and then if they start to all that pushing crap, then uh, we just even it all up, make a show out of it. Now, explain to
3: folks what pushing crap is, because you know that. Now, figure eights is new, believe it or not, to so a lot of folks, you know, Rodney, because they just don't run figure eight shows a lot, you know, at every racetrack anymore
8: like they used to. They do at right. some, but
3: uh, tell them folks, what you mean by pushing. We're, we're, if you're going well, to push somebody, you know, what are
8: you going to do? You, you can pass people. You can race with people. But when you start all that framing and bamming, and then I'm just the right guy to, to, to even it up. You know, I, if you want to race, I'll race with you. If you want to crash them, I'll crash them. That's, that's about what you get after that Framman and Bama.
2: Ronnie, how long have you been uh, doing figure eight racing?
8: Well, I've been racing for about 27 years now. So I think I won my first feature of figure eight at
4: Auburndale.
5: Mm-hmm.
8: I, was, I think I was 17 years old.
4: But you raced in yeah. Islip, right? The fi- uh-huh. You raced in Islip where figure eights used to be. I mean, used yeah. to be the center of the universe.
8: Yeah, I raced up there in Oxford, New York, up there. That was, that, was, that was like a dog fight too. They hated me when I got there, but they loved me when I left. Now, I don't be- understand that it's like a rocket about boat move, I guess.
2: <laughs> now, besides figure eight racing, you have, do you race any other classes?
8: Yeah, yeah, mini stocks. I've raced uh, street stocks, and, and that's that's about it. I race bus figure eights and all that.
4: So, do you know any of these guys? You know Big Cat. You know who Big Cat is?
8: No, nah, I raced with them once before when they come down and run Sunshine, and. Um, I roast a little bit at Emeritus uh, there. Yeah. When they come down the first couple times, whatever. But uh, other than that, no, I, just, I don't know, know nobody. Jesse James.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Jesse James, is he running figure eights? Is that what he's doing now? Yeah, he is what I heard he was doing. He ain't Bro- got the race against six, six, six. him? I heard he broke his leg. Really? Yeah, that's what I heard. Man, that stinks. Heard he got his leg broken the car, hit the wall or something.
2: Yeah, I don't see his name on the entry list. Huh? I don't see his name on the entry list for this oh, event.
3: Oh, he ain't going to come to Florida. Oh, no. Uh, he
8: ain't going to come to
2: Florida. So you're over there, Phantom Graph or Phantom, uh, what's the name of that
4: deal you're over there? You guys are putting the body on the car? You got that car already?
8: Yeah, over here, at Phantom Graphics, uh, Kim and them and, and uh, uh, Keith Rogan and, and Brandon and them, they're over here and. My brother and all them, they're over here putting a new body stuff on this old car. It kinda look kinda of ugly. They're kinda of trying to fix it up a little bit.
4: You just name it. That's bad company over there, man.
8: <laughs> this old car's pretty old, so
3: anyway. So what do start. you think about racing four days in a row?
8: Oh, I don't know about all that. <laughs> we'll go as many days as we can afford it.
2: Well are you definitely planning to be there Saturday night the fourteenth for the hundred lapper? <laughs>
8: Oh yeah, yeah we're gonna be there from the beginning of it, and uh, we just go until we ain't got nothing left, I guess.
4: Yeah, well, I mean, this is like—I uh, mean, I, I'm sure from this from your point of view, I mean, they're coming to your backyard. I mean, all of them are coming to your backyard. Even the local Florida guys are coming to your backyard because Auburndale is your backyard. You own that place.
5: Yeah,
8: I, I've been racing there many, many years, and and uh, like Wayne Hawkins and all them, and John and, and Bones and all them. Real good guys, real good guys, and uh, Jimmy and all them. That, so, But I wasn't going to race this deal, but all my, a all, uh, bunch of my friends and some of the fans and all that, they just keep on and on and on about me racing this deal. So I Carl Malone at, out of Barrica, He asked me to drive his car in this race. So uh, my brother, he's pushing it, and they are pushing it, so I guess I'm going to do it. But I wasn't going to do it.
4: How do you look at this? Now, this is what one of your competitors says about you. This is in an interview not done too long ago. Well, actually, it was about a year or so ago. He said, Rodney, he's a real good friend of mine, but that guy's a nutcase. He runs to the extreme. He's a showman, and he likes to put on a show, whether it's before or after the races. Is that is that right? Is that Does that fit the bill?
8: He said a whole mouthful right there. That's, see, I, I, I've always, you know, I have sponsored by beauty pageants and stuff like that. And I used to race it for the kids' dreams come true. And then I would donate my money and stuff to them you know, at the beauty pageants and stuff like that. And and that's what I raced for. I raced for a smile on a kid's face and a smile on, on a, a woman or a man or whatever. i give them something to talk about it for, for weeks, not for days, and not for 10 minutes, just put on a good show for them.
2: Well, I am looking forward to it. Uh, it should be exhilarating. Um, I, I've seen video of this kind of racing before, and I'm just always amazed just how it's like a half a second or so that, the way you guys just pass each other. It's like almost like an orchestrated ballet the way they just the way they fly through those exits. Yeah, my, my
4: first deal first deal experience with with the figure eights uh, was uh, actually uh, Rodney Davis and, and Pat Hughes raced. Uh, well, they were two of the the top guns in the, the pro figure eights that raced one weekend at DeSoto and then one week at Auburndale. And uh, those two guys would start towards the back of the of the field most of the time. But before the night was over, one way or the other, Rodney Davis and Pat Hughes were in the mix one way or the other. And uh, I'll tell you, it really got people going. That was, that was a pretty good little deal. That was probably the last time there was a, a real regular, regular good, good show of figure eights in Florida that, that really had people's attention. You think, Rodney? Yeah, I'll
8: guarantee you that that series we were running, we run Orlando, Highland, Arvindell, and uh, Braden, and uh, yes, it was it was a real good deal. We had five cars and running against the A team and all that there, and Charlie yep. yep. Myers and them. Yep. It was some it was some real some real good races. Clyde Cole, which I still owe Clyde one. I want him to know that.
4: Yeah, Yeah, Clyde it, was one of them.
8: Yeah, and uh, Steve Black and, yeah, there was it was a whole whole group of us just kept going all over. the good show everywhere we went and uh that's that's what it's all about No, Rod- about the money
2: now Rodney do you have a preference in the lineup where where to start
8: a preference where I should start at yeah yeah in the back
2: you you prefer the back
8: <laughs> yeah I don't like the front I don't like the middle
2: okay and and why yeah. do you prefer the back
8: why do I prefer the back yeah I'll wait till all the stuff clears out <laughs> you could go racing. It takes about four or five left there before you get all the stuff cleared out and everybody quit running over each other. Mm-hmm. And then you can go racing. Okay. And it makes it more exciting if you can come from the back to the front, that, starting on the pole. That's true. I don't like doing that. I want to come from the back.
2: And it's always nice when they, they give you a little extra cash when you start in the back and, and you end up winning.
8: Well, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Yeah, they got a lot of racing
8: to do. If, if you
3: look at this thing, CCM, they practiced on Thursday night and then Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: They're going to be racing. They're running heat races. They're not just qualifying, they're running heat races and stuff and it's dashed. Them. You know the folks are going to get to see these guys on the racetrack a lot. So let me ask you something: Have they offered uh, in, anything for the the guy if he wins all three nights in a row? Anything extra? No, I ain't heard nothing about none of that. Because so that would be something if you could win all three of these.
2: That would oh, be amazing.
3: I mean, you are still be in good shape, but you'd be in good shape financially. <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: Well, Rob, maybe maybe you can sponsor it, man. Will you you, nope. you you gonna be the guy, Rob?
3: Rob has no money. <laughs>
4: Well, I know I know Joel 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 Cohen, the the promoter of this event, the 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 World Figure Eight Tour deal here, coming to Florida. Uh, I know he's listening to this, and if he isn't listening right this minute, he will listen later. And uh, maybe that's an idea. We come up with a sponsor to to throw uh, some kind of bonus. Who knows? It could happen. Who knows?
2: Hey, stranger things have happened. Hey, speaking of sponsors, Jack,
3: how am I ever going to get any sponsors to that late model of mine? That. When I when I do get some press, okay, it's me spun around, okay, it's just, it's just Rob Elsing in a spin. Well, I'll have you know that Rob Elsing did not spin out during the race at all.
2: And we're so proud that of you.
3: just happened to be like one time when I go out on the racetrack, I, I I turn myself around with new tires on.
4: Hey, The winger sent me 18 pictures of your car, and every one of them was a spin.
3: Whatever. <laughs> I talk to the person that does the writing on the
4: website. Yeah, I got you. So, Rodney, uh, we look forward to it, man. It's going to be a, a good, good weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun, no doubt. And uh, hopefully, out of this whole thing, it uh, revitalizes uh, the, the figure eight deal. Maybe we get something more, more regular running figure eights here in Florida after, as a result of bringing all this publicity back to it. Tim,
8: don't forget, I'm looking for donations.
4: <laughs> all right, all right. And what now? Now what car? Well, you got the. Is it the eighty nine?
8: Well, no, the 89's in the garage. I'm, uh, I'm trying to call my peak. It's the crazy eight, but uh, I think we're gonna put eighty nine on it this this go around.
4: Okay, so it's gonna be eighty nine this time anyway.
8: Yeah, I think so. Yes, yeah, sir. It's gonna be eighty 89's in the garage, bro. All
4: right. So for donations, just just look up the number eighty nine team there at Auburndale Speedway on 13, 14, 15. Yeah, I do tire money. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, a sandwich
2: money. Hey, Rodney, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you the same thing I asked Wayne. Would you ever consider if we can get a group of you Florida figure eight professional drivers to maybe come down and put on an exhibition, a show down, at, like at the uh, Charlotte County Track, CCMP?
8: Well, see, I've been running the 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 figure eight shows at, at Arvindale and scheduling all them, you know. And I talked talked about it before, and we I me and Wayne talked about it, but. We didn't want to go down there and you know and be rude to the other guys or whatever. And they already had something started. And um, Braden's asked me talk to me about bringing them to Braden. And uh,
2: well, I don't think you that... just
8: need to stay right where you're at at
3: Auburndale because if you guys already got something good going on there, that's where you need to stay. Let these guys get their own thing started at their own track.
8: Well, you know they knocked us back down, so I guess we got one night a, one one night a month at Auburndale and one night a month at Citrus. You know, and then I talked to them all. Last time I went down there, it cost me a lot of money.
4: Well, you know you know what you guys need? See, you need an agent? Yeah. We'll have to talk. Right on. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks for, thanks for. We were supposed
8: to get Q attorney to uh, sponsor figure eights or whatever. But I don't know what happened on that deal. Me and Wayne caucus we worked together on this Spirit deal. You know, we put on the Dennis Admin Wild Bill Memorial race, and, and that was one good race. I mean, we had fireworks. We give away all the figure eight guys uh, pitched in, bought bicycles, and we give eight, nine bicycles away to the kids. And it was a real good show, and we're going to plan on having it again this year. All right. And uh, but it was it's a really good show, fireworks and all that. It was it was a good figure eight show.
2: Well, Rock and Rodney Davis, thank you so much for joining us on Inside Florida Racing, and we look forward to seeing you at Auburndale. February twelfth through the fifteenth. All
8: right, y'all be cool.
2: Okay, man. See ya. <laughs> bye.
8: See you later. Take it easy, Ronnie. All
4: right, bye. Hey, yeah, Rob.
5: Okay. okay.
3: That's all pretty good, man. Um, I tell you, it's going to be exciting. You know, and it sounds like that the, some of these Florida uh, boys are getting their cars out, and because uh, you know, listen. Uh, Sometimes it doesn't really matter to have a lightest weight car out there in this thing because, uh, like you said, man, there's gets to be a lot of action out there in the middle of the race. So I would encourage all of you guys that are listening out there have a figure-eight car to uh, check it out. You know, there's no entry fee in this race for your car. So you just have to have a license for the figure-eight deal, and uh, I'm sure they'll set you up with that. But.
4: Yeah, we yeah, can do
2: that at the gate.
4: Yeah. yeah.
3: There's, there's no issue, there's no Yeah,
4: and you just have to have that and the insanity level to go play ball with these guys. i tell you, Rob, when we're, we're, we come back here, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with uh, the big cat, Casey White, who's from Indy, and uh, he's another big guy. And uh,
3: Yeah, we're talking figure eight right here on Inside Florida Racing.
4: Yeah, we'll be right back.
1: Karnak.com, your online racing community since 1997. Karnak.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing, message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website, or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Karnak.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Karnak gets it done. <laughs>
7: I'm Doug Rose, owner of the Green Mamba Jet Dragster. You're listening to Real Racing USA on Short Track America. Be there.
9: Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius.
0: Real Men of Genius.
9: Today we salute you, Mr. Dishonest Cable TV Hooker Upper. Mr.
0: Dishonest Cable TV Hooker
9: Upper. On any given day, somewhere between nine and four thirty, you arrive ready to bring us the world. And for an extra twenty, you'll bring us porn.
0: Naughty, naughty boy.
9: Hey, you've already got the van and the jumpsuit. Why not get into criminal activity?
0: Just a naughty boy.
9: After all, what are they going to do? Throw you in cable jail? So crack open an ice-cold Bud Light manhandler of the scrambler because isn't it about time someone hooked you up?
0: Mr. Cable
9: TV, a Bud Light Beer, Isaac Bush, St. Louis, Missouri.
4: See, see, that's modern technology right
2: there. Or I'm, ha- I'm having technical difficulties with my mic stand. Hey, my
4: yeah. mic stand's perfect.
2: I, I might have to, don't tell him, but maybe I'll have to uh, proposition something from the, the radio station. So, uh,
5: Requisition. Don't say, yeah. <laughs> don't
2: say that too loud. Yeah, I know, especially after the uh, round of layoffs that just happened with Clear Channel, I'll tell you. Uh, you. Made it through the axing. I made it through the axing, yes. Yes, I'm lucky. I know, I really am. I feel very fortunate. We we did lose five people from our cluster of radio stations, so I, I know I'm very fortunate to still have my career.
3: So we got the big cat. The big, big cat. Big cat. Casey White, um, eight years experience from the speed drone, first floor is it coming up. What's happening, Casey? Oh, uh, We're just up here enjoying this cold weather. We're just
7: waiting to come down here and enjoy some <laughs> of your guys' warm weather. So they're
3: freezing your butt off, and we're down here. I'm in shorts right now. It's about 75 degrees today. It seemed like sweating it's, today. It's,
7: it's like 22 here, and we're expecting, uh, they said, anywhere from two to six inches of snow in the next couple of days. You won't have to worry about that here. Uh, that's a good thing. No
3: snow. So, uh, we've been talking to the Florida guys, and, uh, you know, uh, this will be your first time coming to Florida. and You know, some of these Florida guys that you're coming to race against have got a lot of experience on a particular racetrack you're on. What do you think about that?
7: Yeah, uh, well, it'll be about the same situation as here. Uh, when I started here, the guys had a bunch of experience. And, you know, I've learned a lot in my short racing time. So hopefully I'll be able to come down there to Auburndale and be able to adjust uh, the track down there real quick. What kind of car are you bringing?
6: Uh,
7: we're bringing... An outlaw figure eight car. Lightweight, fast, can stop on a dime. All the above.
3: (laughs) DC, are you hearing this? He's bringing all the guns with him. He's bringing the artillery. So, uh, you know, the Florida guys, uh, that's one thing that I don't know that have is these uh, lightweight cars. Some of them uh, definitely still have some uh, heavyweight cars, but... uh, but tell us the advantage you have in one of these cars
7: um really we our cars they just um were able to accelerate a little quicker uh maneuver a little bit quicker and stop a little bit quicker
3: yeah definitely uh stopping I think is going to be uh something that's gonna be needed to do uh, quite a bit uh, maybe explain to the listeners out there a little bit about uh and how that comes into play to have
7: something that can really stop that. Yeah, usually when we're racing, when we're coming through the turns, we're kind of trying to judge who we're going to meet crossover when we come off the turn. And then sometimes you may have a car, which we call half lap, and it will stop and then go and go the other way. So you have to have a car that will stop real, real super quick.
3: Yeah. Now we were talking a little bit about you know some of you northern guys are, are used to racing at these tracks that have uh, a very wide area to cross across the X, and uh, here you know most of the Florida tracks you don't. You're really limited to uh, having something maybe only 20 foot wide or less. Um, do you think that's going to come into play uh, for the guys that are from up up north?
7: Um, it may. Uh, some of our guys that we have coming down. They've raced down in Florida before, so they may be accustomed to it a little bit more than me, as I've never actually raced on a track that's going to be as narrow as that. So I'll just have to be uh, on my toes and. Have yeah, a- now the, I- it, there's
3: grass down there. There's grass down there, but when it comes to only how much asphalt's down there, there's only enough room for you know two cars wide usually at the center. Um, and, uh, I, like I said, from watching previously, I've watched races, uh, these uh, pro outlaw figure eight races, and, you know, they cross the X at various places, you know. So um, this could uh, make for a great race for the fans.
7: <laughs> oh, yeah. We uh, we plan on coming down there and putting on a show.
2: Now, now Big Cat, how much does the personality um, of yourself and the drivers play into um, the hyping up and, and, and doing this crazy form of racing?
7: Uh, me personally, I'm, I don't get really all into it. I'm just really a calm, quiet guy before the race. And then when we get buckled and get to racing, you know, that's the only thing I'm thinking about getting to the front and trying to win the race.
4: How do you keep your emotions under control? I mean, isn't it, I mean, with, all, with that intensity that's going on, um, it would seem if a person is, uh, it would seem hard to keep your emotions under control.
7: Yeah, to be honest with you, I've, there's been a few times it's been hard to keep my emotions under control, but when you don't do that and then you have to pay to fix your car the rest of the week, you,
3: you learn real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think uh, when you think about this as a race, you know, people have to realize that figure eight, a lot of times they see figure eight as, just, uh, you know, uh, crazy mayhem, but it's actually a race, so these guys look at it as such, and uh, there has to be some strategy set forth, um, you know, especially be able to run 100 laps. Uh, what kind of strategies are you guys looking at, you know, uh, to run 100 laps? Is
7: there any pits that are going to be involved or anything? Um, I'm not sure if pit stops will come and play unless maybe we have a, maybe a long red flag to where we could come in and change some tires. But other than that, if you start at the back, you just got to go with the flow for the first few laps till the traffic thins out, and then you give it your all. But if you start up front, I mean, you got to go gas it all the way to try to get the best advantage that you can get.
3: You know, uh, Rockin' Rodney was just telling us he likes to start in the back. He don't like to start in the front or the middle. He likes to start in the back, and now you're saying the same thing.
7: Yeah. Um,
3: What's up? It- that's not the front, a bad spot, huh?
7: No, nah, not really. If you start in the front, you have a better chance of getting away from your competitors, and then they're chasing you down yeah. instead of they at the back, and you're trying to run those guys down. Because it's hard, you know, up here if one of our fast guys start up front and we're in the back, it takes us a long time to catch them, if we even catch them before the race is over.
3: Yeah, but they start getting in lap traffic at all. It's all a vicious circle, so uh, nothing easy about the race, that's for sure. And 100 laps could really get kind of hairy, you reckon?
7: Oh, yeah, yeah, 100 laps with the crossover traffic. And if we get the lapping cars, it, the lap cars could come and play. And as everyone knows, the crossover, it will come and play.
3: Now, CC, it doesn't take you an hour and a half to watch 60 minutes. How many times are they going to cross the X in 100 laps?
2: Oh, wait, you want me to do map
3: spontaneously? How many times will they cross the X in 100 laps?
2: In 100 laps?
3: Yeah.
2: Um. What, they're going to be crossing with the. How many I times will they cross the X in 100 laps? I don't know. I'm thinking, what, 200 times? How many? 200 times? Very good. Yay! Where's the clapping at, Jack? <laughs> Where's the clapping at? Oh, don't pull math on me like Ain't that. Jack's hey. thinking too hard.
3: Hey, that, you, Jack was trying to think about it. That's good. 200 times across the X, folks. Are you hearing it?
2: 200 times, and that is 200 times you'll be sitting on the edge of your seat oh, yeah. going, oh, my God, is he going to make it? Is he going to make it? Is he going to make it? Yeah, I mean, and if you times that by, you know,
3: 20 or 20, 30 cars, if you times it by 30 cars, then there's a lot of Xs getting crossed right there. So there's going to be some action, right? That's what's going to happen,
7: okay. Oh yeah, there's going to be plenty of crossover action. You know, we we plan on putting on a good show. The fans won't be disappointed. You guys come out and watch; you won't be disappointed.
4: Oh, no, we're definitely going to be there, Casey. I was uh, helping. Uh, I wasn't listening to the beginning part of uh, your conversation with Rob, so you might have covered this, but uh, uh Irwindale Speedway. You, yeah, you you, you uh, went out there and you ran third. What's it like going out to that joint and uh, doing that deal out at Irwindale?
7: That was pretty cool. Um, first time I ever been there. The two guys that finished ahead of me are actually were teammates. They've been out there the year before, but um, that was a real learning experience. That um, you know, just racing with different people that you don't race with all the time is a great learning tool, and that uh, it's just fun to be able to go to all these different tracks and. Um, seeing how the other drivers can't compete with us.
3: Yeah, you, you um, you're going to be racing uh, practice on Thursday, race Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, are you set for that? For no matter what could happen, uh, be able to put something together to make each of these shows or uh, good hitting the X of the door or put you out.
7: Our, our cars are pretty durable. Our cars have taken some hard hits. So it would take a lot to put us out for the whole weekend. But, um, you know, we'll be bringing some extra tubing for bumpers or rub rails as such, if needed. So um, I think we should be pretty well prepared to be able to make every race. Uh, do you guys always run heat races? Um, Generally not. Um, We usually run an oval and a figure eight, and our heat races are usually on the oval. You know, we just start our figure eight by – um. They line us up by our previous finishes.
3: Okay, now, but you guys are going to be running heat races here. You're going to be running 10-lap heat races on the uh, Saturday night. You're going to be running, I think, 8-lap races, I think, on yeah. your other heat. I'm not sure. Yeah. I think I'm not cool. sure what you're going to run on those heats, but I know that, I know that on Saturday night you're going to be running 10 laps. 10 laps in your heat races, so you guys will be
7: running ovals for the heat? Um, I think down there we're just straight figure eight.
3: Yeah, I think so.
7: Yeah. Uh, up here, one yeah. more, uh, we're versatile on the figure eight and the oval every night we race.
3: So, man, you got to be careful when you go out and run heat and getting ready for the big 100 lap or uh – And if you got a bunch of cars there, man, things can really get hairy, even in the heat races, probably to make it in the big show.
4: Yeah, that and Casey also, isn't it? It's got to be a little different when you when you're not as familiar. Like, say you run the the shows, regular shows at at Speedrome, you you know most of the guys. I would imagine you know you get to know what they're like, what they driving styles like. Well, isn't it going to be a little different at an event like this where you got, uh, you know. You know, you got a few insane people. You got Rodney Davis. I know you guys have raced probably against John Laval, but you got a lot of different people who, different racing styles, doesn't that, does that come into play?
5: Oh, yeah.
7: Um, we'll try to figure out in practice, you know, what our other competitors are going to do. And in a heat race, you know, we're not going to go, we want to win the heat race, but we're not going to go all out like we would in the future to win the heat race and risk damaging the car. But, you know, just knowing, what your other drivers are going to do will help you out
3: 100%. Yeah, just to clarify that, uh, you will be running 10 lap heat races on all street nights okay. uh, in the heat, and we'll be qualifying as well. So I think it's great for the fans. The fans that are listening out there, you're going to get to see a lot of racing. You're going to see the cars on the track a lot. You know, I've been uh, saying I think that uh, some of these late model shows need to go to be less laps for the feature, and more structured like, you know, the, the dirt races are where they do this, where they, you qualify and then you come out and run east. But I think it's better for the fans.
4: Yeah, you know, Robin, I, I just happened to think of something. You know, I, I bet you the guys that race there, because, you know, some of the local Auburndale uh, divisions are going to run, and, of course, there will be some guys from Citrus there, you know, and, and from other tracks as well who come to race in that deal uh, in, in the, the – the, local classes there that running and I don't have those in front of me which they which ones they are but uh
2: would you like to know I have yeah, it in yeah, front of me stocks and scramblers and bombers yeah and but, and what what do you
4: well what I'm getting at is those guys fans will be able to see those guys too and and one thing about auburndale when you get a lot of people in the grandstands there mm-hmm. there's no more um vocal other than as far as asphalt tracks there's no more vocal fans in the, in the state than Auburndale. I mean they get up and they they get in, they get into it, they get excited by it and uh and they stay excited so it's it's going to be a fun weekend, no doubt
3: well, this should be one of the biggest things that that's gone on at Auburndale in a long time, you know, not saying that they don 't have big races there, but having you know four days in a row having these cars at the track that's that's different
4: yeah they don 't have national events there all the time that 's for sure, and this is definitely a national event i mean you've got people paying attention to this whole deal. From California, from New York, from and you know, Pennsylvania, Michigan, all over the place.
3: Well, I know that uh, Lucas Oil used to film some of this stuff. Uh, maybe they're not going to film any of this, but it always makes for great TV, that's for
4: sure. Well, I do, I do know somebody who is filming it.
3: Yeah, that's right, Jack. Tell us about it.
4: That's right. Uh, Florida Video, in association with Real Racing USA, uh, Bob Colbertson and uh, Robert Howell will be there uh, with two cameras Uh, backs two two separate cameras uh, and being able to put together a pretty good feed. Won't be able to have any in-car cameras for this deal, but uh, uh, their videos, uh, Bob, as anybody pays attention to to Real Racing USA's videos, Bob does really, really good stuff, and they're going to be there for the Saturday night show. Um, I'm not sure about Sunday. Of course, we're going to broadcast Sunday's race. Live on the internet, Uh, Rick Angies and Bill Green are going to be make that call. But uh, yeah, Bob and uh, his his gang will be there doing the video, and it will be some good stuff, no doubt. They'll capture.
3: Yeah, we got some uh, real racing USA uh, stickers. We'll find you there. You stick them
7: on your car for? Oh yeah, we'll be more happy to put those stickers on there. Cool.
2: Okay, well, you know, Rob, I think I still have uh, a few more of those stickers left. And uh, I will bring them with me uh, to Auburndale on Saturday the 14th. And we thank you so much, Big Cat, for joining us on Inside Florida Racing. And we look forward to seeing you at Auburndale coming up real soon.
7: I appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. And we're just looking forward to coming down there and enjoying some of your guys' warm weather. Yeah,
2: yeah. you have a safe trip down from Indiana. Go ahead, Rob. What was that?
7: Tell your sponsors out there real quick. Uh, i got to thank Eddie Van Meter and Headco Welding. Billy Skiles and Skiles Country Auto Park, uh, NASA Race Cars with Audi Moose, my crew chief, Reggie White, my son, my wife, my daughter, and my mom. And we'll be down there in a couple weeks to enjoy the warm weather.
3: Alright, there you have it. Casey White, the big cat, coming to uh, scratch a little
10: bit.
2: Thanks so much, and... uh, we, Rob, we're going to go ahead and uh, take a break here on Inside Florida Racing, and we'll return and we'll be talking karting. It's karting news and announcements. NBC, did, I just, did I just hear you, meow? Yes. Okay. Big cat. Yeah. She, <laughs> she, <meow. laughs>
4: she did. Well, we'll be right. I'm back. I'm
2: feeling frisky.
4: All right, we're
3: taking a break. <laughs>
2: Florida Racing, it's 8.03, and it's time to talk karting. It's our karting segment, Rob. Well, uh, yeah, it is, but you
4: know what? Uh, Turn your mic on there, Junior. My mic is not on. Now it is. It is on. It is on. Well, you see why I'm so cautious about that is because uh, I sent you guys around an email that... Uh, that somebody had sent me in about that thing where on Speed TV. That
2: was hysterical.
4: Where, where Daryl Walter and some of the other guys had their mics live when they sh- nobody knew they were live, and it was kind of funny. Did you get a, a chance to look at that, Rob?
3: No, but I heard everything that you and CC were saying about me when we were on break.
4: There you go. You got it, brother. So here's the deal now. This this is our karting segment that we have started doing this year. We do every every week at eight o'clock to about eight fifteen, eight twenty. We have a guest on and we have some news. Do you have you have some news items right for later, CC? Yes. Okay. But this segment is sponsored by the Desoto Champ Carts. Um, they're one of the sponsors um, of this segment. We're always looking for other people to get involved in the karting uh, deal. This is not a segment about Desoto Champ Carts. It's about karting across Florida, Um, that's why this show is called Inside Florida Racing instead of something else, is because we'll cover any kind of racing that happens in Florida. We happen to focus most of our stuff towards stock cars and that kind of thing and sprint cars, but this is the karting segment, and we invite um, your feedback from your karting club, your karting news wherever you are, whether you're in... A parting uh parting business, if you want to sponsor that's That's ab- absolutely. Whether you're in Miami, Key West, or Tallahassee, or Jacksonville, or anywhere in between, if it's in Florida, you know, it, it has something, something to do with, with what we're doing here on this segment. So, you know, your feedback at Real Racing USA, let us know what you think, what we need to do, what we shouldn't do, what we did wrong. We don't care. Just let us know something.
3: I mean, we do care, but... Whether you like it or not, I don't care. But
4: yeah, you got it. So uh, Rob, what you go. what uh,
10: you got? Chad
3: Dawkins. Chad Dawkins uh, is on the uh, air with us. How you doing, Chad?
10: Good. How you doing?
3: Uh, we're doing great. You're on the air with uh, Jack Smith, DC, and myself, Rob Elting. Um, hey, Chad. 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 Years of racing experience. You know, um, I've talked about you many times uh, when we talk about karting and talk about guys that have race cars and karts and. Um maybe uh tell the folks who you are, what you have been doing,
10: where you started and all that. Well I started I started racing at uh Tri City Kart Club when when I was eight years old and that that's back when they're off a uh, US nineteen down there at Joyland. And, Long and, uh, time. Oh yeah. And then um well, I'm thirty five now, so <laughs> <laughs> you're thirty five, that, that just hour.
3: makes me old because I was always older than you.
10: <laughs> yeah and then uh yeah we ran carts for many years and then uh about 89 90 um we uh started running late models and then uh when my brother started running craftsman truck from there after late model and um uh, i did spotting for him and stuff like that and i also ran uh hooters cup and then uh Started back kart racing again, and then uh, got my stepson. He's starting to race uh, out at Tri City, down at, and they run in on every second Sunday down at Desoto Speedway. Right. So, and he's 10 now. So.
3: Now I'm I'm sure you're probably making him a heck of a racer. Does he really like racing?
10: Oh yeah, yeah. He he loves it. So I've done a lot of practicing with him. We practice. At all sorts of different tracks and stuff at um O'Cala, Jacksonville Hundred and Third Street complex there. And then um we've run some run some dirt races on the old at uh um Rodriguez's track off of Highway dirt Bid- Speedway to Dirt Devils. Yeah. yeah. And then um just just as many different tracks as we could practice on we've been we've been there and run. So
3: now Chad, all, all these years of, of of uh racing and go-kart. Um you've experienced a lot of things. I mean, I just think about the, the years that I raced with you and I know that you've continued to race years beyond that in kart. Um How long do you think you're going to race kart?
10: Probably as long as I can because it's it's just, you know, it's one of the funnest things I've ever done and you know, the people and the environment and you know, it's, it's a nice place to go. People, you know, you you help people at the track that are just starting out to help them out get in the sport, and you know, it's a it's a family deal, and you know, yeah. it's fun to see people move up from there, and you know, so it's. Speaking a great of family, place to learn I. Everything.
3: Speaking of family, I know that it's always been a family deal for you. Um, you know, you, your your father and mother have always been involved into the racing, and uh, now that tables to turn, you know, and you're the father figure and, and uh you have a son figure out there I mean uh what's that like
10: well it, it surprisingly it's uh it's a lot more exciting to tell you the truth, and uh, that's something I didn't expect you know you're sitting there and you know watching watching the race from the sidelines, and you're you're trying to turn the steering wheel from the from the grandstand, <laughs> so it's yeah. Uh, it's a lot
3: of fun yeah i know mine's only 15 months old but i can just imagine when it comes time uh, into racing how that's going to be and i i think that you can finally start to get a feel of what it must have been like for your father because i know spent many years racing around you and found your father and and uh, him always being there and i used to watch you race a lot because you were in light classes you know and he was always right there, and uh, it's about the same thing, you know. He used to race right through you out there on the racetrack, you and Michael both, you know. And
10: uh... you yeah. know, yeah, it was, it was always real, in, real intense. We always, you know, it was. We we come in the pits and we try to figure out everything possible we could do to get, the, get it to go quicker, or what what adjustments we need to make, and you know, it was. We learned a lot, so it was just family deal and moved up from there so. so what uh what do you think you could
3: tell um some aspiring drivers you know I always try to get people that are on the show that do race and are successful at it And i would consider you uh probably one of the most successful carters um in the state of florida for diverse you know the diversifying and for all the different cars you race uh what would you tell an aspiring person wanting to race uh, which way they should go and how they should do things, whether it be that they want to get into cars or they just want to get into racing.
10: Well, well, if you want to move up, it's, it's one thing, but you know, going racing, you know, you do most of your homework at home and the preparation is, you know, how you, how you perform when you get to their track. So, you know, you got to do your homework and get everything as ready as possible as you can when you go racing because you show up to the track unprepared. You're, you're not going to go anywhere.
3: Now, there's Champ Kart Series that you're involved in here. It's a great group, and I'm telling you, it's very exciting. Uh, a challenge any stock car fan out there that hasn't seen you guys run to uh, definitely see you run. Uh, what, what is in the future for that
10: class? Well, it's, 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 it's definitely exciting running with DeSoto Champ Kart Series. They're, that whole group, and, you know, any night anybody could win that r- those races because there's drafting involved and teamwork on the track. And it's, you know, you're bumper to bumper from start to finish on those green flags. So, it's you know, it's exciting. It's just like a test match when you're out there. So.
3: Yeah, that's right, folks. He said drafting. And uh, something that you don't get to see a lot with the stock car tracks, with the cars, you know, even racing late models, we don't do much drafting out there. When you think about drafting it's not just uh you driving behind another car close. It's actually uh getting into the bumper of the other vehicle and actually pushing it and uh sometimes you guys will get in a row of five or six of you guys.
10: Oh yeah, yeah, that's when it that's when you really notice you start to haul because then 'cause you're just nose the bumper, you know, and going because you know, the car in front of you is taking all the wind drag off of your car, so you, you can push the other car, and then you, and then you get five of them lined up like that, and you really pick up some, some, some steam on somebody. And if like five of you are running, running, running one guy down, and they go by him, and he's by himself, there's almost no chance in him even keeping up, even if he was a faster car, by himself. You know? It's, uh, and then, you can't, you can't be leading it on the last lap either, cause, you know, you're going to get freight trained. So you just got to put yourself in the right position at the right time and, or either that or have one of your teammates working with you because that's usually what it is at those races that coming, coming right down to the end. So.
3: Yeah, I remember uh, we used to race cars. I used to have a teammate and, uh, no doubt if you're going to be successful at, uh, karting in the bigger type, you know, more competitive classes, it's always nice to have a teammate because uh you're gonna need that drafting help.
10: <laughs> oh yeah, that and you know, you can try different setups and come on in and share notes and you know, figure out figure out different ways to get quicker. So.
3: you know, Jack, if you're still listening there, what's funny is uh you know uh Chad'll tell you about Bobby Deal
10: racing go kart. Sure. Oh yeah. Yeah I remember remember Bobby Deal. That's,
2: That's
4: when he fitted him.
2: I was going to say, know, he I can't You used, used to be able to sit in it because. I can't imagine I'm doing it now.
3: We ran twin, twin Yamahas, me and Chad, another guy, and a couple other yep. guys. And uh, Bobby Deal was one of the guys that bought one of them Rotax shifter carts. And uh, he was the SDCA guy. I remember when I met him the first time. He's like, yeah, I'm a school teacher, I'm SCCA nope. racer. Remember hey, that, Bobby. Chad?
10: Yeah, oh, yeah, Bobby was a trip. <laughs> yeah, he was a trip.
3: Yeah, he wanted to race and He would, man. He'd he'd haul mail out there in a go kart.
10: Yeah, we had a lot of good time. That was fun. Yeah, do
3: you still get to go race at Seabury? Um, we haven't been there in three or four years, I think. You know, do they organize a the race there anymore?
10: No, not lately. Not lately. You know, uh, they might. They Tri City might bring that back because Tri City's the one that always put that show on down there, and they haven't done it in a few years. So well, it it'd be nice Bob, to see him pull that one back. Is is Bob Thompson did he die? Yeah. Yeah, Bob passed away.
3: So is there a memorial race for him with Carters anywhere? Not that I know of. You hear that jack?
4: Yeah, I did. Cece, where who do we have who is that that on that list there? We have the we have a scheduled next week. Uh his last name is Peters, I believe.
10: Vic, Vic Peters.
4: Yes. Yeah,
2: yeah, Vic, Victor Peters. He, yeah, he, he's going to be
4: on with us next week, and then the week after that, a man named Mr. Sims, I believe, is that? His? I don't have that any of me.
3: Uh, no, of I him. don't have that in front of me. I think that I would like to organize. A oh, race. I'm sorry, Jimmy Sims.
2: Jimmy Sims. Yeah, oh. president of the Florida Carding Association.
4: Those are. He's going to be on with us two weeks from now, and then uh, Victor Peters is going to be on with us. Do you, you know uh, much about those two guys?
10: Oh yeah, yeah. Vic, Vic, and I go back too, and. uh Actually, I'm having Vic build a motor for me for the Champ Cart for the Desoto Champ Cart Series.
4: Yeah, and so you know those two guys know a whole lot about this business from uh, the technical standpoint as well as as the uh, business end of it. And uh, it's so important, you know, Chad. I was doing an interview last week with, um, oh, a dirt late model race car driver. Okay. Yeah. And you know, we were about as far from the carding world as you can get. Okay? We're talking about Dirt Late Models and, and the whole deal and getting really into it and the guy's history and we're going along in fifteen, twenty minutes into this half hour interview, we stumble across where did you start in this game? And Daryl Pageant, who has really, really come on in the last few years in uh, in in Dirt Late Models, um he, he was explicit in how important it is uh, and how, where karting fits in. Because he not only talked about, like a lot of people do, about learning to, to, to race and how to run a line and how to keep running the same line all the time and all that sort of stuff. But he started talking about how that was how he learned the key elements of, like, on-track sportsmanship and how to get along with race car drivers and all of that sort of stuff.
10: Yeah, well, you know that 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 goes back to the karting is you know it's a it's a family environment. You know you, you go in the pits and everybody's willing to help each other, and you know a lot of the racing isn't like that when you when you start moving up because you know everything's top secret when you you know moving stock cars and everything up there, but you know in karting, yeah, everybody around you is willing to help you.
4: Yeah, so top top it becomes top secret when you start running for a hundred bucks to win. Yeah. <laughs> well,
3: karting brings out the driver in somebody because you can't go out and be too aggressive. Now, Chad, Chad I would say, is probably one of the most aggressive guys in the go-kart that you're going to have behind you because he's going to be trying to pass you the whole time. He's going to be trying to do all kinds of crazy things to pass you. But he also knows, that there are certain things that he can't do, that if he does, that he could do in a car, that he can't do in a go-kart, that if he does, he's going to go for a wild ride. Oh,
11: yeah. Yep. Uh, Chad, uh, let me
3: ask you something. Is Benny Crawford still around racing? Oh, yeah, ben, Bill Benny. Bill Motors and stuff. Yeah, yeah Benny's
6: around.
3: I've got yeah. to give him a plug, because without Benny, Benny is, Benny is the reason that I'm racing today. He's the one that was behind me when I raced go-karts and, you know, uh, Taught me a lot of things
10: about race. Yeah, yeah. Vinny's Vinny's a good guy. He's he's always helping people out track too, constantly. So, that's,
3: you know. next you tell him, I said, hey, and uh, hopefully we're going to get to see him at uh, something. Jack, what I was talking about is that uh, we we're talking about Bob Thompson, and there's not any kind of Bob Thompson Memorial Race. I think there's not any race that's going on at Sebring. Maybe with uh, some of these other guys that we can get them to. Uh, do a race there. I think that would be huge and, uh, do a Bob Thompson Memorial race at Sebring because I think that was, I think that's one of the places that Bob really liked. He really liked to do that race there because it, it was Sebring, you know? Yeah. Wasn't yep. like anywhere else because Daytona was all a WKA deal, but Bob, he could run his big race at Sebring and I remember, uh, some of the hottest days I ever spent wondering if it was worth it. <laughs>
5: <laughs> out there
3: out there at Seabring, you know, tinkering yeah. with an Enduro go kart trying to do uh you know, Enduro go kart racing
10: and uh Yeah. yeah. Sebring, Sebring's pretty intense down there. Usually when they do that down there it's you know, it's really hot and you know, not much wind at that part of the state and it gets it gets warm and then you know, the other good thing is it it you know, all the short track racers get to learn a little bit more about long track racing too at Seabring. Yeah. yeah. You're going a lot higher speeds. You learn, you know, the draft is a lot stronger. The car in front of you sucks you up faster, and and, and they learn, and, you know.
4: Well, you know, they learned that the last time they did it down there, stock cars, they did it over there with Don Narone and Bobby Deal took uh, the fast trucks and, uh, I guess, the the Sunbelt Series and the Goodyear Challenge, and uh, they wrecked some stuff, and they blew up a lot of late model motors.
10: Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah I'm sure. it's uh, Cars. It's a different story, you know, but uh, carts, you know, you'd, over there at Sebring, you'd be amazed at how many would show up, you know, at these races that they'd have out there, Jack. you see hundreds of carters that would show yeah, up.
4: Yeah, that's cool. Just you know, to
3: spend Saturday and Sunday out in the heat uh, running these classes, and none of them were for money. I never raced for money at any of those big tracks. only time we raced for money, Chad used to race for money with me in carts when lakeland speedway was the little tiny racetrack ran on friday night we used to go there and race for money
10: yep yeah we used That's to run run there and you could see there used to be the old old you know was it five eight or three quarter mile oval around the outside and they had the old old quarter mile oval right there in the inside where we were running and uh you know and then they uh tore that down and built that new track and
3: you know, we've was, talked to guys that have raced on that old track. I've asked them about it, Chad, over, over the uh, years of doing the show. I don't know what show it was or who we were talking about. But they were talking about that old racetrack. They said that thing was treacherous. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah that yep. old big track. We used to stand up there and look, and we used to talk about, man, I wonder what it'd be like to race on it. Remember, it had potholes and stuff all over. But they said that was a treacherous place
10: to race. Oh, it, it. You know, we all we all talked about it. You know, there was no wall. You know. Yeah. Only on the one side, one side of the track. There was a wall and grandstands, and then they really turned that track into something. And too bad that place is gone now.
4: Rob, Cece has some uh, some news, some karting news and updates here. I think. Go ahead, Cece.
2: Okay, let's see here. This past weekend, the 23rd and 24th at Dirt Devil, they held their annual New Year's shootout with cash purses in every class. Victor Peters of Brooksville took home the $700 winner's prize for the Stock Heavy Drivers on Friday night, while Cameron Ray won the Junior Non-Restricted Class. On Saturday, a few of the big money winners included Victor Peters again in Stock Heavy, Ron Powell in Stock Medium, Garrett Green in the Purple B Class, Zach Wells in Purple A, Ryan Rostel and Senior Champs, and Dustin Chisholm in Super Heavy. These are just a few of the larger classes. Congratulations to all of the that, shootout winners.
4: That was at Dirt Devils? And, Dirt uh, Devils, uh, Ralph, yeah. Uh, we had uh, actually our uh, Robert Wing that you met at East mm-hmm. Bay. Yeah. He was there at Dirt Devil, and uh, on the Karnak photo galleries, as you can get to off the front page of Karnak.com, he, he has a whole mess of a couple of pages worth of photographs from, uh, from that event.
3: Yeah, it's 200 carts there or more, something
2: like that. Crazy. A big event, A big event.
10: Chad, did you go to that? No, no, um the only, the only races I have scheduled for me this year is, uh, to run the DeSoto Champ Kart Series and then my son at the Tri-City Kart Club and then I'm gonna run some national stuff with WK and the World of Karting and then, uh, at Kershaw. That, that'll be the first national, and then there's a couple local races at at the Southern Kart Club.
3: Well, well, you race, what well, would you race for your national? Uh, uh, the Champ Kart? No, Shifter. Really?
10: Shifter, Shifter Road
3: Race.
2: Well, Robin Chad, the first annual South Florida shootout paying $500 to win will be held this Saturday at Martin County Raceway in Hobbs Sound, Florida, Arker star and dirt late model driver Patrick Sheltra is one of the sponsors of the race, and he will be at the track to cheer on the competitors. For more information about this race, please please visit www.southfloridacarting.com, and that's your karting news.
4: And, uh, Chad, I uh, really appreciate you spending some time with us here on Inside Florida Racing and our karting uh, segment of this show we do every Monday night. And uh, Chad, you got a website or anything?
10: No, no, I used to. I used to and uh I you know scaled back on everything and you know trying kind to of mainly more concentrate on my son now. So
4: Alright man. Thanks thanks a lot for being with us uh on Inside Florida Racing and uh, we're gonna take a break and be right back with uh, the world's most hated race car driver coming up.
3: That's not me. <laughs>
9: presents real men of genius
0: real men of genius
9: today we salute you mr movie theater ticket ripper upper mr
0: movie theater ticket ripper
9: upper truly the long arm of the law at the movie theater you and a velvet rope are all that keep the huddled masses from a free flick
0: you the men
9: of... ever vigilant you boldly demand to see our stuff Getting a little personal, don't you think?
0: Can I see
9: Who's the guy in the military style uniform that would make any third world dictator proud? Mr. Movie Theater Ticket Ripper Upper. That's who. So crack open an ice cold Bud Light, Stubmaster, Master, because you really tear it up.
0: Mr. Movie Theater Ticket Ripper upper.
9: Beer, and Bush Bush, Missouri. Hi, I'm Rob
11: Partolo, driver of the 93 ASA Late Model, and you're listening to Real Racing USA on Short Track America.
1: Carnac.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnak.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Carnac.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Carnac gets it done.
0: Inside
2: Florida Racing, and I'm wondering if I should be packing for this segment, uh, considering that uh, having one of the most hated drivers in the figure eight coming up with us on Inside and, Florida Racing, and, we, and we've
4: kept their mics turned off on purpose for a minute just so that we could uh, throw out some a, a few uh, little announcements here. Um, every year uh, we present the Pedro Sportsmanship Award um, on the final night of the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing at New Smyrna Speedway. This year, that is on the. 14th of uh, February. It's Saturday night. On Friday night, the night before that, the 13th, Friday the 13th, is the second annual modified reunion at New Smyrna Speedway. Mm -hmm. Real Racing USA will be broadcasting that live. Uh, We'll also be doing a a video presentation of that whole deal. Uh, The next night, we will be presenting the p Sportsmanship Award again this year, as we have for the last uh, five years. This will be the sixth year that we have presented this award this year it is being sponsored. We've actually got some help uh, in in making this award happen. Ricky Sanders racing, um, is, is now a sponsor of of that whole deal. And and, and this is helping to keep this tradition going, which is a really good tradition to keep going. Of course, dirt world every Wednesday night, every Wednesday night, dirt world with Joe dirt and uh, Billy, the kid, and they have some of the top sprint car racers, um, uh, Late, uh, dirt late model racers, as well as local Florida stars from the tracks of, of the regular Saturday night and Friday night racing. Auburndale Speedway, on the 15th, the final night of the Florida uh, Figure uh, 8 Championship, Figure eight Championship, we will be there broadcasting that race live and the pre-race and post-race whole deal. And uh, and it goes on. There's just so much stuff going on. It's crazy, but let's not waste now, any... What, yeah, go ahead. What, what,
2: what I, I love this. and I'm looking over um the notes that you uh you give me when I come in uh those the are video unspell check
4: notes
5: by yeah
2: well that yeah, and that's you fine hurry up. That's all I can tell you. okay so anyway so I'm looking it over and in and, and for each oh, and, and, and for each driver that is gonna be you know in the um as I'm looking at this for is gonna be in the figure eight race in auburndale and I'm looking at like cr- right. like like credits and, and explaining what's going on you know a lot of these drivers. You know how many championships they've won, and what year and stuff. You get down to John Lavelle, and it says the most hated driver in figure eight racing.
4: All right, and
5: we have so, him, and we what, have him
2: with and what? we and we have him on the line. And I want to know, John, why do you deserve that title?
5: Because
8: I speak my mind.
12: I tell it like it is.
2: Awesome. I love that.
12: the Most exciting motorsport in the world that's not flourishing in Florida because none of these promoters want to do their job. You want to see Figure 8? You've got to go to Indianapolis for the World Championship. Between no. 20 and 30 grand to win.
4: Now, John, you know that's not true because the best are going to be at Auburndale Speedway in February. That's
12: right. we got Joel Cohn, the promoter of the World Championship three-hour figure-eight race, bringing his brand of figure-eight to Florida, finally.
4: All right. Your point's taken.
12: For years to try and get him down here. All right. Finally, he's going to do it.
4: All right. Point taken.
12: uh, What kind of vehicle are you bringing to the show? I'm going to bring a 2,300-pound, 650-horsepower, Indiana-style, thundering figure-eight car. Uh-oh. They won't let me run it in Florida because they're so afraid of it.
4: What's your number? I'll run it. What's your number?
2: 87. Huh? 87. 87? 87. Okay, sir. Okay. Open your ears, people. Come on. Hey, hey John, how long have you been racing for, uh, the figure eights? I've been racing figure eight for
4: almost 30
12: years. Wow. I've been, uh, New York Championship three times. I've even raced figure eight at East Bay Speedway. Cool. Figure He's raced at uh, Sunshine quite a bit. Yeah, I started at Sunshine, uh, raced there, raced to the Soto, Hialeah. Uh, does anybody there know why the pits are in the not in the infield at East Bay anymore? Why? We raced figure eight there for a year and a half in the infield. Really? How'd that work out in the dirt? Uh, it was a different experience, but it was a lot of fun. I'm sorry they ended the program.
3: Did you hate everybody out there
12: too? Everybody hated me. <laughs> yeah, well, it
3: goes both ways, you know.
1: I kind of, yeah, I like, I,
3: I, I like you, John.
4: Well, you know, I just met this guy the first time a couple of years ago. Oh, maybe, maybe crazy. it was last year.
12: You must be touched. Well, well I'm a bonehead, man.
4: You know, John, I, I met you about a year and a half ago, and. Uh, I think it was down at Charlotte County one afternoon. You were down there uh, preaching the the religion of uh, figure eight racing and driving everybody crazy. But uh, That's right. you, uh, you know what? Yeah, I didn't particularly. I can understand how you earned that title. I, I mean, I can see it. Like watching the paint dry. You know, you have. It's racing. But if you can bring, do you bring that same kind of obnoxiousness to the to the track?
12: Just get my way, and you got trouble. Oh. So where do you like to start?
2: Anywhere.
12: It don't Anywhere. matter to me.
2: Hey, John, is there any racing. of the? Are there any of the drivers that you're especially looking forward to? Uh, you know, racing against up at Auburndale.
12: Crashing
3: into. Crashing
2: into, I'm taking not out.
12: Crash into them. 'em. I'm in there to beat them.
2: Well, and they, go around them. Is there somebody that you're really I looking forward to beating? People, I
12: especially want to beat Leonard Basham, a former former champion of the three hour world championship race.
2: Okay. he'll
3: be
12: showing up from Kentucky. I,
3: have you been listening to the show? Did you listen to some of the other racers? Uh, they, oh they, God,
5: yes.
3: They didn't have any. Uh, they, they they're not worried about image. They're just real nonchalant until the checkered flag, until the green
12: flag comes
3: out. Yeah,
2: you know, very like, calm, geez, laid back.
12: Image. Yeah, well, just because they don't have a personality till the green flag drops. <laughs> <laughs>
5: well, no, you know, the
12: figure eight race is floundering, and figure eight racing is floundering a little. And you know and, uh,
2: Oh, I agree. It definitely bond. is.
12: But, but John, you know? where where do you live at?
2: Uh, I don't just far... moved
12: up to beautiful downtown Weeki Wachee, Florida.
3: Really? So, so you're in an area where you can go race at
12: Citra. Uh, Yeah, I'm not too far from Citrus. I've raced at Citrus quite a bit in my career and won a lot of races there over the years. Are you racing anymore? Uh, No, I'm not going to race them. All my equipment is tailored to the three hour championship race, and most of the guys down here want street stock based vehicles, and uh, it's a little bit of an unfair advantage for me to bring my equipment out against them.
3: So that's all you have now is just the uh, outlaw stuff.
12: Yeah, well, world, I, I call it World Championship-style cars. World Championship-style. See,
3: we're learning the jargon
12: but- because we're
3: coming in February, so we got to learn all this figure-eight jargon, you know, because the
12: only figure eights we know of are just, you know, old heavy figure-eight. When you put it in perspective, the cars coming here boats, and the cars they're are some of the eight. fastest race cars in the world, bar none.
3: Yeah, now that's. I've I've actually seen them race on TV and uh, CC she's watched a little bit there on TV, and,
5: mm-hmm.
3: but it's been a long time since I've seen them in person. I remember it, at Sunshine they came there and they they came in and raced one time. They brought those things and that's where I got to see them for the first time in person. And I at that time they reminded me of modified with wings on them and they could stop on a dime and uh, they ran the heavy cars and everything and it put the you know the big
12: tires on the
3: big old cars and.
12: Yeah, everybody lose well, down here. Are way heavy compared to what we run up there. Uh, you know, basically figure eight doesn't need rules because it's a self cleaning sport.
5: If you don't have
12: any talent, you're not going to win a race. I don't care what you're you or how much of money you have. Figure eight's the one sport in this world where daddy can't buy you a trophy. You know, you're
3: really right. And that's, listen, you're talking to a guy that's raced a lot in circles but never in an X. I used to always let somebody else do it.
12: Uh, you know, they take, say the that crazy kind people, of they say they're crazy. you got to be crazy to drive figure eight. Well, guess what? The crazy people don't last very, very long in figure eight. got to be good. you got to be fast on your feet. You have to have a quick mind. You don't got a straightaway to grab your teddy bear and, you know, take a breath and figure out what you're going to do the next turn that that's straightaway you're battling cars at the intersection. Oh,
2: I think you have to have nerves of steel to, to do this kind of racing, John. Now, John, you said that um, your car is basically set up, you said it for the for a, a, a three-hour race, and that's something I'm not familiar with. But they're going to let you use that car at Auburndale for the – Yes.
12: Uh, this is another – this is basically the same rules as the three-hour championship, which basically means no rules but safety.
2: And safety know, is, is so important
12: order in the world there's no weight restriction on these cars uh, you know dollar for dollar pound for pound these cars are faster than most of the Florida Super Lake models
2: well John how <laughs> fast do the cars get during this race
12: uh, uh Auburndale, we'll probably be peaking at somewhere around eighty miles an hour with the good cars. It's not fast, DC. It's
3: quick. They're going to be so quick from the time that they roll around that corner and they stand on that gas. Yeah, yeah. they're going to get through that exit eighty mile an hour. So
2: wow, I am
0: so excited! I can't John,
4: wait. John, John, put uh, put the figure eight deal at at Auburndale into perspective. Like compare it to in at Auburndale and what the fans see compared to like say what may they might have seen in years past at. Uh, DeSoto, Sunshine, Charlotte, Citrus.
12: Uh, Because of the good cars in this show, the action is going to be so lightning fast. The good cars can stop on a dime, go on a dime. And that's the whole secret to this with a good car. Yeah. Plenty of horsepower and lightweight because these cars will work, you know, a good, fast, light car. It's almost mental and reflex quick. You step on the brake pedal, it stops. You know, you don't have to think as far ahead with a good car.
5: Mm-hmm. You
12: can be right up on it and touch that brake pedal, and that car is going to respond.
4: All right. Go ahead, Rob. Tell
12: you, for the folks out there
3: listening, you know, you haven't made plans yet. You need to make your plan. Look, at least hit one of these days there. I know there's going to be a lot going on in February at that time, 14th. That's a big day. Um, but...
2: But they can come out Friday night, February thirteenth. If they've got plans for Valentine's Day, they can't get out of. You can come down to Auburndale on the thirteenth, or and there's the fifteenth, yeah.
4: Sunday, uh, we'll be there, of course, broadcasting live, and we'll be there Saturday. Actually, I won't be there, but but we'll other other. You're going to be there Saturday. Right? I'll be there Saturday, and uh, uh, we're going to broadcast on Sunday. But uh, so, John, uh, so you're going to come scared scare the hell out of the kids and everything like that, like you normally do, right? <laughs>
8: That's right. That's are you right. a scary
12: dude? Yes, I am.
4: I Trust me. I don't
12: nothing from nobody, and I don't give nothing to nobody.
2: I don't know. Maybe I won't go wandering back in the pits to try to find John. No, just bring uh, me that... your
12: pizzas or whatever you do to get on the radio show. Hey, what,
3: what'd you <laughs> what? <laughs> did you say? What? Does I... you have to bring pizzas oh, to I got it. the radio <laughs> show? Hey, you're a <laughs> comedian, dude. I love it. Um, are, are you married, John? Are you married? No, she couldn't keep up with me.
4: All right, just one note of seriousness just for a moment here. Not that all of this isn't deadly serious with John.
12: This is the most deadly serious sport in the world.
4: What did you have to do, if anything, with getting this event to come to Florida?
12: Uh, A lot of time spent with Joel Cohn, the promoter up in Indianapolis, uh, pleading with him to bring this form of racing back to Florida. Uh, finally, this year, he took a liking to what I was asking. I've asked the local promoters uh, from every track in this state to put on a winter figure eight race, and they looked at me like I was out of my mind. And finally, the light clicked in Joel's head that we can pull this off and put on a good show for the Florida racers.
4: Now, were you also the person responsible for flooding Charlotte County Motorsports Park's uh, parking lot with uh, flyers?
12: Uh, someone tried to blame me for that. <laughs> well, nothing
3: wrong with that. There's a little
12: yeah, bit of I'll deal first, but I figured do, then ask later.
3: Yeah, well, how is it? You just do it first and then ask for forgiveness?
4: Yeah, well...
12: Yeah, well, I got the word out, didn't I?
4: Yes, you did. So now if this event comes off. I, I, I just keep hoping that uh, maybe some lights will come on and we can revitalize and get a... a a real figure eight program in Florida because we certainly need one. The tracks need it for the and, – and, and, and not something they beat the hell out of it and try to do it every week, but but have uh, six or eight maybe at the most, six or eight sh- big shows every big, year. A
2: big special you show. would be a great what treat for the fans. What we need to do in Florida
12: to revive figure eight racing is get all three promoters together with figure eight tracks that are currently running, Bobby Deal, Citrus County – and Auburndale uh, to union, uh, unify a set of rules and get everybody on the same page. Basically DeSoto's throwing, got a big figure-eight, don't they? Yeah, that's a little too big. Ah, now, that's come on. That's a sister, too scary when you're running super late models. But I'll do it. I've done it before. I was going to say, I know you do it. I won my first figure-eight race on the big track down at DeSoto.
4: But uh, it is—it's is,
12: crazy with these kind of cars. It, it is
4: better. It is. You're right. It's better. It's a better. Uh,
12: probably 120 miles an hour at Desoto.
4: It's a better show on the smaller track.
12: Uh, figure Eight lends itself better to a flatter, smaller track. I yeah. really find uh, Indianapolis venue, the fifth mile, fully paved track, is the best venue for Figure Eight. Irwindale has the same configuration. Down in the middle of their half mile, it's a totally flat, all-paved track. Yeah, so is is that what
3: you're used to racing on? Do you go there and run those races?
12: Uh, I haven't been to Irwindale yet. My plans this year are to go to Irwindale at the end of the year and run in that championship. I'd like to make that race once in my lifetime. Uh, when the Indy guys come down here in the early 90s, I fell in love with their style of figure eight racing, kind of quit racing in Florida and concentrated on going up there. <laughs> and my best finish in the three hours of fourth place, which don't sound like much, but I'm pretty damn proud of it. I mean, Forty-two laps. How many? 4, 442 laps. Wow, wow fourth place or 884 good decisions yeah see he can do the
2: <laughs> best cc yeah, yeah. Oh, you're having a hard
3: time she had a hard time when it was 100 laps I mean,
2: oh stop picking on me brain smoking <laughs> <laughs> Be nice was smoking Be- well, i don't smoke a thing i am a good girl, girl. Yeah, watch that anyway
3: Next thing you know, they'll be drug testing her when she goes to work.
2: Oh, please. I'm a good girl. I can pass the drug test. That's not a problem.
3: Hey, now, uh, speaking of drug tests, I hear they're going to do that before the figure eight race.
12: <laughs> I hope so. I That's
3: probably going to gonna cut down on half the field. There. That'll cut down on half the field, probably. Dr. Probably.
5: I can only
12: hope. you got to be on your toes to race this sport. This Better. Is no, You know, Mommy, grab your teddy bear sport. Your reflexes have to be faster in this than anything.
3: Now, hold on. That's the second time you said something hey. about teddy
12: bear. What's going on? Well, you oval track racers, you know, you got that straightaway to hug uh-huh. your teddy bear and look at your
3: fingers
5: uh-huh.
12: and.
3: Not when you're spinning out like me, man. Listen, you're spinning out like me, there's a lot of action.
2: I was points. gonna say I, <laughs> I, I'm not relaxing when I'm on the track. I'm I'm fully concentrating. Hey John, if if there are drivers out there that have never raced figure eight before, what what do you think what advice can you give them if they're considering to venture into the world of figure eight racing?
12: Get out there, do it, it will make you a much better racer. Figure-eight racing is actually the world's fastest motorsport, not mile-an-hour-wise, but time-wise. Mm-hmm. You have less time to think, react, and work in a figure-eight car than any other form of motorsport.
2: And what about if they're converting, like, you know, just their regular stock car to figure-eight racing? What certain precautions and changes should they make to their vehicle to keep them safe?
12: Safety, safety, safety. Good roll cages, minimum 095 tubing, recent seat belts, good seats, good safety equipment is all it takes in a sensibly built car. What's recent seat belts mean? Within five years.
5: Okay. Uh, any
12: seat belts older than five years and safety inspections and looking at every car.
5: Yeah, I, sure I, I agree qualified. with that totally. Yeah. You know.
12: I believe uh, Charlotte County, their mini stocks and whatever else, and road warriors and trucks should run with the good cars. There's no reason they couldn't, Cause it's as long as someone gives them a safety check. Yeah, they don't have door
3: bars and no leg bars. And well, no then door them door guys bars. don't
12: belong, you know, out there, but Some there should be you a eight certification. No, no, them you have know. leg bars, though.
2: Yeah, safety is really important.
12: Otherwise, it may not need a leg bar. If it's X underneath, there's a lot of ways around that. All
4: right, all right so uh, so as far as you Florida guys, guys from Florida here, you, you, I mean, you got something that you got to deal with here. I mean, you You
2: got, got to take on the Yankees, Jack. Take on those Yankee you. boys. I'm telling you, man.
12: Oh, I want these boys on my home turf for the track I've won a lot of races at.
2: Well, yeah, this just sounds going. so exciting.
4: Yeah, that's what Rodney Davis said.
2: Yeah, uh,
12: you know, I'm used to go, I've been going up to Indianapolis for the past 10 years to their home track where they know the nuances of the track, and they've got a lot of track time there. And I'm looking forward to them having to figure things out a little bit while I know what I'm doing on our own home tracks.
4: Yeah. Yeah, and then they got to come down here and deal with the rude Florida fans, too.
12: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Florida fans are some of the rudest in the world. They get get (laughs) loud, they get ugly, and I'll even tell them they're ugly.
2: Oh, I can't wait to meet you. John
4: LaValle, the world's most hated race car driver.
12: I've emailed Jesse James from Monster Garage and trying to goad my buddy into showing up here, but I think he's got a little streak of yellow going up and down his back because he broke some ribs up in Indy this year.
4: See, so you were a little more direct about that than Rodney Davis was. He, he wasn't quite that direct in his uh, assessment.
12: Do you know the yeah, story well, about broke leg? No, that uh, Jesse didn't break his leg on the figure-eight track. He broke his leg on the oval at Irwindale.
3: Ah, oh, when he was squeezing a teddy bear, I guess. uh
12: Uh-huh. <laughs> That teddy bear too much and went up and
3: smacked the wall ball by himself. Our
4: buddy Rob catches on real quick, uh, John.
3: Yeah, you, uh-huh. you do need to talk to smack to him and get him to come down.
12: I'm working on it. I've been emailing him and uh, trying to get him back to me. Um, I've raced against him twice at Indianapolis and beaten him both times.
4: You know uh, R.J. Norton the third.
12: Oh yes, yes. RJ No Driver.
4: Yeah, well, RJ No Driver the <laughs> no third. Driver. We're gonna kick. We're gonna kick you out of here so we can talk.
12: One of his uh, first figure eight races. He's coming off the oval where maybe him and his daddy should have stayed, just racing oval. Oh great! He's coming
4: on. He's coming on He's right. Next. We're we're getting rid of you so that we can bring him on. Oh,
12: hey John, okay. wait a minute. Hold get it, rid
3: of me. Hey John, tell us how you really feel about this guy.
12: Well, uh, R.J., I don't know R.J. Norton the third too much. I know he's kind of a rookie to figure-eight racing, but his dad kind of drives like a parking lot, using other cars on top of him.
3: And what number is your car?
12: I'm number 87. He knows who
3: I am. 87. What's his number? Oh, uh,
2: R.J. Norton is number 16. R.J. Norton, 69, Jr., 69. Lately.
3: Yeah, 69. Right. So, folks, be looking out for the 69 and the 87 uh, right at the X during one of the One of our shows. team, one of my
12: team cars, Seth Nistock, ended up using R.J. Norton as a parking lot in the three-hour race. What's his name? Seth Nistock. We'll be driving one of our high-powered, high the- lightweight, big-motored figure-eight cars in the Florida figure-eight challenge, too. Right, what's the-
2: That's what's the number Nistock. 57.
12: Yes, okay. number 57. Now, Cece, what, what do you got?
2: Well, we, we
3: don't, don't have, have the number front. on
2: bottom
12: for R.J. Norton to look at.
2: What, what did you say, Rob? I said, what do you got, stats in front of you? I, I have stats in front of me, yes.
4: Yes, this is an organized <laughs> show, remember, Rob? We're very organized here.
3: John Laval. John uh, Laval. No, we're in Florida. I appreciate you coming on the show, and we look forward to seeing you uh, tearing cars up and winning races there in Auburdale. Nothing Auburn to Dale. tear up, just races to win. Yeah, well I guarantee you tear something
2: up. Well, we look forward to you. watching We don't you like win. you any
4: better now than we did before, man. We'll oh, yeah. talk <laughs> we to, you to you later.
2: Bear
3: for me, okay? Oh, I don't need no teddy bear. <laughs> <laughs> time for that?
2: Bye, John. The X.
3: All right. Take it easy. All
4: right. Good
2: night. Thank you, man. <laughs> oh, what an interview! We'll be
4: right back with uh... the most hated. Uh, we'll almost...
2: be right back with R. G. Norton. Yes. The Norton guys inside Florida racing.
4: Are you ready to win? If so, it's time to move up to five-star race car bodies. Five-star race car bodies, designs and manufactures the highest quality race car body components. Short tracks, drag strips, road courses, and even in the desert, five-star has one driving passion, to help you win. Five-star race bodies, designs and manufactures for NASCAR, Grand Am, NHRA, IHRA, SCCA, Short track asphalt, short track dirt, USAC, USAR, Hooters Pro Cup, and the ASA Late Model Series. Find out more today at 5starbodies.com.
10: This is Shaw Smith, driver of the 17SS Dirt Late Model, Central Sheds and Trailers Champion for 2007, and you're listening to Inside Florida
1: Racing. Carnight.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnight.com is racing classified, racing photos, racing news lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Karnak.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Karnak gets it done.
2: Florida Racing as we are coming down really to the last part of our show tonight but we're not done talking about figure 8 racing yet Jack. We got more dirty yeah,
4: man, we, got we, we have we have much more dirty laundry to go much over. Much more
2: here. dirty laundry. Here with the rebuttal.
4: What's that Rob?
2: I
3: said RJ Norton. We've got him right here. He's the third. The, rebuttal.
4: the third.
2: RJ Norton the third and who drives the uh number 11 car? Yes.
3: Yeah,
4: uh... Welcome to Inside Florida Racing RJ. Thank you. We 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 uh we have to apologize for the behavior of our last guest. He just has no manners.
6: I uh, can't help it. Everybody grew up in a cave.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so RJ, please, um let's see here. You were the uh 2007 CSI uh 100 feature winner. And how was your racing year for
6: 2008? Um I didn't do a- a whole lot of racing in 2008. then a, a lot of crew chiefing for my dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, ran a few legend car races, a few street stock figure eights, and then I ran a late model figure eight once at the end of the year.
2: And how are you feeling about coming into the big figure eight event, a three-day event down at Auburndale?
6: Uh, I'm feeling pretty confident. Just looking forward to making some laps and finishing every race. Uh, maybe a... Take care of a few trash talkers in the process. <laughs>
3: if your dad was here talking to us right now, what would he say? Uh,
6: he, he he would say we'll back it up. Cause, cause it, I heard John around here we're not we, known for taking much. I heard John say that he
3: drives like a parking lot.
6: I'm sure my dad has more figure eight wins than John LeBall will ever
4: think about.
2: Oh, okay, okay. okay.
4: okay. There you go.
2: The gloves are off. It's 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 gonna be uh it's gonna be like a wild wrestling match I think at Almerdale Joe yeah the
4: Florida World uh uh, uh Florida uh, State Figure Eight Championships here's uh, it's gonna be a lively weekend no doubt
6: definitely oh, about your car that you have uh I'm driving for a teammate uh, Eddie Van Meter right it's a older uh, Nelson Stillwell car also known as a goose chassis mm-hmm. uh just a uh, how much on Eddie. does it weigh? Uh, I'd say probably 2600
4: Yeah, Eddie visited with us last week here, he here on Inside yeah. Florida Racing. Yeah. Good guy.
6: Yes, he is. Uh, that's also who I drive the Legend car for. Uh, but say it's an older car, and safe car, and say it's reliable. Just look forward to making laps.
3: How many cars is Eddie going to field out there?
6: Uh, Eddie is building three cars. That's uh, his, mine, and Casey White, the big cat.
2: Now, RJ, we were we spoke to uh, other guests tonight, to Big Cat, uh, Big to cat. Big cat and uh, Rockin' Rodney, and we asked them all, where do you like to start in the field of cars for or, this kind of racing? What's your preference?
6: Uh, either in the middle or in the back.
2: Okay, middle or back. Okay, now you're the first one to say middle. So that's interesting.
6: Kind of gives you, puts you in the middle. you got a choice. You can either fall back and ride a little bit or... Charge to the front.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: Prefer uh, not to start in the front because there until everything thins out, you got to start poking the first hole to crossover. Oh
2: don't, don't, no, no. yeah.
3: Okay. How many years have you been racing figure eight cars? Uh, just uh, partially
6: one year.
2: Have you had any wins, how wins dad, yet?
6: How many years your dad been doing it? Since 1986.
4: Okay.
2: It's a family business. So
4: you were, you, I think you said you were his, the crew chief for your dad? Yes. Yeah.
3: So how has it been going from crew chief now to uh, driver and then getting involved in a deal like this? A big, big deal. I mean, 100-lap race, that's going to take a while. How many yeah, races um, do you have under your belt like that?
6: 100-lap uh, races or?
3: Or 50, you know, 50 or 100, you know. You, you, have you raced many of those in your uh, time?
5: You yeah, the, the uh,
6: 2007 season, all our features was at least 50 laps, and then I won the uh, only 100 lapper we had that year in the modifieds, and then I've uh, other cars I've drove. We've ran 50 and 100 laps.
2: So this will be the first time you do 100 laps in the figure eight.
6: Uh, actually, the second.
2: The second, the okay.
6: Ran, the race I ran at the end of the year. And 2008 was 100 laps. I think I so, ended up finishing
2: sixth. Oh, not bad.
6: How are you liking yeah. it? That you know, going from crew chief to driver. You like driving the cars? I, I enjoy driving the cars. I also enjoy working on. Them. I mean, it's a fifty-fifty thing. You know, you have to do one to be able to do the other. How old are you? Uh, Twenty-two.
4: Well, well, one thing's for sure, RJ. No matter how the whole thing turns out this weekend. You're going to have, or, or in two weeks from now, it's going to be a whole whole hell of a lot better weather in Florida and a better place to be in, in the, the wintertime than the middle of Indianapolis, as cold as it's been.
6: Uh, this is true. They're talking two to six inches by tomorrow night of snow.
2: Wow. Right
6: we're, in there,
3: huh? we're,
2: we're in the 80s. We're in the upper upper 70s, low 80s. Yeah, this is
3: the only place that uh, one day it can be freezing cold and there be frost outside and be dying, and then the next day you're sweating. <laughs> I'm,
6: I'm looking forward to getting some of that. I'm leaving here on the 7th to come down here to vacation before we race.
3: Oh, yeah. good. Well, come on and get some of this weather, man. We invite you to it.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Ready. All what right. are you going to do
3: when you come down here on vacation?
6: Uh, just a little sightseeing. Uh, Mainly just hang out and enjoy the weather. Go to some races? Eh, maybe. Whatever. You know, kind of first few days are the wife's time, so whatever she wants to do.
2: Oh, that's okay. nice. Are you guys just going to come and stay in the Auburndale area?
6: Uh, in the uh, Tampa area, we have friends that live there. We're going to stay with them.
2: Oh, good. There, there's there's so much that you and your wife can do when you're on vacation up there. You'll have a lot of fun.
3: If I hope anybody so. to help you out, just call me. I'll tell you where to go. There you go. All right.
2: Okay. Well, you know what, uh, RJ, thank you so much for joining us. This is going to be a lot of fun, and we are just so excited and looking forward to being up there at Auburn um, to take in these races. It's going to be a good time, uh, very exciting for race fans in the state of Florida. And everybody out there, look for RJ Norton, the third in the number 11, right?
11: Um, Junior the number
6: is still undecided right now. Okay.
2: Okay, well. Father
6: and son both, they're going to be racing.
2: That's right. So look for them as they uh, take on the most hated driver in racing. Uh, they'll be taking on John Lavelle. So it's going to be a good time. And thank you so much for joining us on Inside Florida Racing tonight.
5: Thank you.
4: All right, cool. Take it easy. Bye. All right, Rob, Cece, we have uh, we have one more figure eight uh, race car driver we're going to talk to tonight, the 2007 Citrus County figure eight champion Cliff Rousseau. And uh, I think you know him, don't you, Rob? You know Cliff?
3: Uh, maybe. All right. We'll take
4: a very quick break, very short break. We'll be right back. We're going to go to some higher ground with uh, Cliff herself. Okay. All
0: right, folks.
2: inside florida racing and we're talking to and about the maniacs of figure eight racing who are all descending on uh the auburn track february 12th through the 15th and uh we're having so much fun and we have one more driver to go to tonight the 2007 citrus county figure eight champion cliff bones russo hey bones welcome to inside florida racing how you doing Doing fine. How are you?
11: Oh, pretty good. Pretty good.
3: Now, Cliff, uh, how long have you been running these
11: figure
10: eights?
11: Oh, since I started in 1889 and missed a couple of years, and ever since then, I've been back at it.
3: How long have you been running out there since?
11: Uh, since the closed sunshine in 04, so I, I guess that will be 05 I started there.
3: Uh, you guys keep a regular good. Uh field of cars out
11: there when you race that Citrus? Yeah, we, we average around 14, 15 cars. Yeah, and
3: yeah.
11: now, CC, those are all V8 cars there
3: running around there. Now, that's probably a pretty good show. Uh... Yeah, it's pretty
5: wild.
2: Well, are you looking forward to racing, you know, with this field of drivers? You know, there's so many of them coming from out of state. Um, are you looking forward to this coming up at Auburndale?
11: Oh, yeah, definitely. I went out there winning in 2007. Excuse me. And uh, it is really good, man. They're really competitive cars up there. It'll be a real challenge, you know, because uh, they do have a little bit better cars. they got different rules up there. and uh, But we look forward to the challenge.
3: What kind uh, of ride are you bringing?
11: Uh, the same one I've been racing for the last four years. We need to explain that to folks out here. Okay, it's a, it's a modified '73 Chevelle, I will say. So you think you're going to be competitive
3: against these guys that are coming?
11: Uh, they got a little better cars, but with a little bit of adjustments, and we—they t- got a lot of different rules up there, you know. They can weigh unlimited weight. We, down here, we got to weigh your uh know, Thirty-two hundred pounds, so we take some lead off and uh, get That's our motor, motor program Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> I was <laughs> going Some
11: of them were twenty-three
2: hundred. I was gonna say because. Right,
11: right, man. Here we got thirty-two hundred pound weight roll, and you know we can't run on aluminum heads and aluminum, all all this aluminum stuff. So we take a lot of weight off and get our motor program right. We didn't run with your brung here. Run right. Run with your brung, no entry fee.
2: Gotta love that. I mean, the only thing they're really concerned about, and they're going to be sticklers about, is going to be the safety equipment.
11: Oh yeah, our cars are safe. That's for sure because we build yeah, our sure. safety first.
3: Citrus is on top of that, CC. They're not going to let them guys go out there and run around without safe cars.
2: Oh, and that right. I'm so I'm so glad to hear that because I I just sort of wonder sometimes when I see. Uh, Some things that happen at tracks, but uh, and you know the fans want to see a great race, and the fans want excitement. They want to be on the edge of their seat. They they want the hype. They want the uh, the the the, you know just the you know half a second crossings in the you know in the center, and they want all that. But no, and they like to see crashes, but they don't want anybody to get hurt.
11: Right? Yeah, the fans they see a lot of our sisters county, you know, or our regulars. We can judge each other, and we know how to race, and that. And guys up there the same way? They're real competitive, and they know how they race too.
3: Now are you uh-huh. gonna get to put bigger tires on your car than what you normally get to run.
11: Well, uh, the rules call for eight inch, eight inch tires, and so that's where we're gonna put eight inch slicks. Don't say slicks or treaded, you know. So I'm sure they're going be on slicks. I'm sure they'll be on slicks. We'll be on slicks too. Now put your tires.
3: You're definitely used to, uh, you know. Being uh, from Florida, running uh, running that X, running that narrow X, and I I really think it's going to be a big deal for these guys with these high horsepower cars to be able to be right. around and stay in that narrow area. You think it's going to have an advantage there?
11: No, uh-uh. I'm used to the running the X. If they're I'm not going to get hit. I don't want to hit nobody. You know, we can make it look good and hopefully have a good show. You know. I know they've got, they've got a lot of horsepower like they, but we can uh, put a good show on for his band.
4: As John Laval said, it's like making X number of good decisions.
11: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he knew exactly how many, didn't he? Mm hmm. Right. Yeah, they, they got exactly go... how
3: many decisions he made in that uh, three hour race. Yeah. Right. How, how long do you think it'll take to run 100 laps? Probably uh, an hour and a half, probably.
11: Mm, no i'd say about an hour My guess yeah depending
4: on unless there's a lot of cleanup a lot something gets yeah. down on the track yeah. or something
11: yeah it depends on my car cautions and but we have a caution-free race we spell but i got a good show
2: yeah well we are certainly looking forward to it and uh you know and folks out there look cliff your uh car's number three right Look for bones as number three. Now, do you have a a a, a bone themed design on your race car?
11: No, we got a paint up uh, old Dale Earnhardt style Black, number three. Good win service
4: buzz. Has seen on the uh, winter circle. Kind of like
11: and and
4: Cliff, Cliff's car has been seen on Carn on Karnak, uh many many times. Not just for figure eight wins, mm-hmm. but for some of the other classes that he races in. Right. Yeah. Sure enough.
11: Oh, well, sounds great! Yeah, uh, it will be uh, definitely a challenge because, like I said, I went over there winning at 07, and some guys got a lot of horsepower and they're definitely good drivers, and it'll be a good challenge for us down here.
2: Well, it's definitely going to be entertaining racing for the Florida race fans, and we're all looking forward to it. And and we uh, thank you so much for uh, hanging around and joining us on Inside Florida Racing tonight. And we'll look forward to seeing you up there at Auburndale.
11: Okay. Thank you for calling uh, my 10-4 teammates. Hope you all do good. And here you guys, I wish you good, and hope you have a good show.
4: All right, man. Thanks.
11: Take it easy, Bones. All right. Thank you.
4: Okay. What do you think, Rob?
3: Figure-8 madness. Uh, it's been two hours of figure-8 craziness. Uh, it's going to be something to see for fans out there that ever haven't seen it. Mark your calendar.
5: February
2: 13th. 14th. Yeah, 13th, 14th, and 15th is when the racing will be happening. Um, they'll be there probably do a, doing practicing on the 12th. So it's just going to be a good time, plan to go. For more information, we do have a link for you on the Karnak website. And you can go, go to, to Karnak.com
4: sp- and speeddrome.com. Yes. And uh, following our show here tonight, we're, uh, uh, we're going to have a replay of uh, thir- uh, Wednesday night's. Uh, Show it li- live from East Bay Raceway Park, where, uh, among other things, uh, Johnny Collins uh, receives the uh, Pandora Jewelers Driver of the Year award, which was pretty 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 cool. And uh, so a lot of good stuff there. We talked with uh, Mike Horn, a couple of photographers. Mm-hmm. But, we talked to Steve. Yeah, uh, Steve Darvallis mm-hmm. was a guest, and uh, there was a lot of different things going on. There was uh, it was an interesting, fun-filled night, and uh, that's coming up right after this.
2: So have a great evening, everyone. And uh... final word, Rob.
3: Um, no, uh...
2: No? Okay. Dogs. This is the first. Make a note.
3: When Somebody, they're racing in your town? Go check it out. I know there's races going on everywhere. I know Bobby Deal's got a big but- Lake mile race coming up.
2: Yes, super late models. It's also, Scout Night to Charlotte County Motorsports Park, and you know, Winter Nationals are starting kicking off this weekend at several of the dirt tracks around Florida. So check it out, East Bay and Ocala, both of them. You can go and check out some good racing there. And uh, make it make a note on your calendar to join us again next Monday night at seven o'clock for Inside Florida Racing. Have a great week, everyone.
5: Take it easy. We're gonna
13: do the St. Pete's Have some fun. do the safety boogie. I'm gonna jump until I fall. I've got to do the safety boogie. I'm gonna jump until